episode 436 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. With you, as always, I'm Glenn. That guy's Josh. Hello. Strap yourselves in, people. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's let's not fuck around. Be a big one. <laughs> Where the fuck did all this come from? <sighs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. I, and I forgot to talk about these things last week that they were coming up. I completely forgot about them. And then my calendar popped up and said, hey, you got this tomorrow. And I went, oh, crap. <laughs> and, and when I saw that, I was like, oh, wait, then I have two more things right after that. Like Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I was like, oh. But yeah. Josh never gets to do anything. Well, suddenly, yeah. out of nowhere. And, and uh, I was talking to somebody about it. I said, you know, how many years yeah. did we tell people? Yes. Josh is I'm in New, in New York, York. City. Josh is in New York. I'm in New York. And it didn't matter. And what, was it E3 that really kicked it in the butt? Because I, I remember vividly, like, you and I having that conversation a few times with people like, you know, Josh is in New York City. Oh, I'll put you on the list. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, for a couple of them, the, but these other ones, I mean, these, these events last week, I didn't meet these people at E3. I didn't meet Namco Bandai. I didn't meet Square Enix. I didn't meet the... That's the, true. Whoever's doing... But the, the crazy thing is, and I'll say this right now. Yeah. The, the, no, I won't. No. Just I won't talk about it. <laughs> well, the thing is with Square Enix, we didn't have any type of appointment with them at E3, but I did talk to somebody there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if maybe that did something. Bamco, I'm trying no. to think of who... No, because the the Square Enix thing was also an outside PR firm that handles the movie itself that has nothing like, I don't know how they got us and how they got me. Um, well, I mean, you've been to other movies. It might just be that you're on that list now. No, you're on a movie critic list now. Look at you. No, well, that was the thing she asked. She was like, do you guys do movies? And I said, well, actually, what don't we're, we talk we're about PlayStation focused, but yeah, I said, we do. And, and we've been getting DVDs and I've been going to screeners in the city. She's like, Oh, okay. Good to know. So <laughs> there you go. Maybe something will happen from that. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. Um, but I'm trying to get, uh, I talked to them about getting somebody yeah. on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, whether it's the director or one of the actors, we'll I said, the key grips. I said, I don't care whoever it is. If they have the time, you know, in the next week or so, we'd love to have them on just for like a sure. little thing. Sure. And she was like, okay, well, we'll look, we'll see if, you know, who has time in their schedule and whatever. So you're, you don't have, we, I know who doesn't have the time and that's Spock. No. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I, he was around. I saw him a dozen times, and I was in an elevator with him. So, oh, cool. Um, that's that was the crazy thing about this, and I I saw him almost as much as I saw Hip Hop Gamer. Oh my god! Yeah, I, and that's um, the thing. I didn't even know Josh was going to this, and how I found out was Hip Hop Gamer posted a picture of Josh and him at the movie. No, I post I or posted whichever one of you did. Yeah, no, I think he posted it too. Well, he retweeted it. I okay, think. there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, how I found out. Because, uh, it, yeah, it was funny. Uh, I walked into Namco, and there he is. And Namco was an all-day event. Oh, so wow. Okay. So I go at like 4 o'clock or so, 4, 4.30, and I walk in, and there's Hip Hop Gamer. And I'm like, you son of, you're everywhere. Everywhere I go, he's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, he, he definitely has the hookup to get into things. But I'm saying at the exact same time, for an event that's all day long, I walk in and he's there, you know? Um, 
So I was joking about that and I'm talking to him and then I go to the movie and well, I'll talk about all that. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about that. I'm getting into too much. Yeah. Cause we don't have enough to talk about tonight. Exactly. So, uh, tons of new releases. Holy shit. Yeah. The floodgates have finally opened, which I should really, Oh yeah. That one's supposed to be sent to your house. So you better get on that, get on your review horse. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It's cool. It's awesome. uh, a few news items, what we're playing and watching, and then Josh will talk about this Bandai Namco New York City Showcase. Uh, then we'll have a review of Rookie Blues Season 5, Volume 1. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I know. <laughs> on Blu-ray? Is at least on uh, Blu-ray? DVD. Oh, God. Uh, my review of the Astro Gaming A38 Bluetooth headphones, uh, which I, we, maybe we should take that out for this week. I think we've got enough. Yeah, probably. Let's do that because I wanted to wait until after after PAX anyway to do the full review written because I really want to try them on a plane. Okay, okay so I'm not doing that. Uh, but then Josh's review of Hitman Agent 47 that he got to go see early. I'm kind of jealous. The movie. Yes, the yeah. film that is coming to theaters in two weeks. I'm pretty jealous because it looks good and I really hope it's good and we'll have to find out after well, the break. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get the raffle shit done yet. I've been really busy. Like even today, something happened at work that was out of my control, and I was working on it all goddamn day. So hopefully, get that shit done tomorrow. It's not that much even. Uh, emails if we have time for them, which actually I think we do have at least one email we need to read, and we'll get the hell out of here. But first, let's talk about what we usually talk about at the end of the podcast. We'll get this out of the way right now. A lot of different ways you can find us and email us and get a hold of us and contact us and interact with our community and all kinds of cool shit. So first off, don't forget, go over to the one place that everything is at pretty much, and that's psnation.com. You can hit the forums button over there or just go to psnation.com slash forums. Uh, join the forums, talk to everybody, you know, check out the food porn I put up the last couple of days, all kinds of cool shit. Then you can find us on Twitter. Our main account is at PSNation. Uh, you can find Josh at PJFJosh. And you can find me at TorgoPSN. Yeah. Yeah. I've been forced off the main account. Forced off. You're still on there. I'm being put out to pasture, folks. You're still on there. Not really. I've just been answering questions. You're still on there. <laughs> Literally, not really. <laughs> so if all the food porn has been moved over to Torgo PSN, yeah. uh, all the sports talk has been moved over to P- Torgo PSN. Uh, if you want to talk, Torgo PSN. Uh, the the writers basically are, all the all the personal stuff has been moved to all sure. the stuff that I do on mine. Sure, but Glenn based is yeah. on Glenn. Glenn based, <laughs> <laughs> essentially. Oh, poor MJC is having just such a bitch with curses and chaos. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey it, well, I shouldn't say anything. Nah, it's fine. Nah, it's something. I, no. Yeah. Wow, Continue. you're just holding everything back. Tonight. I know. I Listen Well, there's you. things I want to say, but I don't want to get people in trouble. Ah. Like with with jobs and, and companies and all kinds of things. So wow. I, yeah. Boy, I, what's all this secret shit you know that you that can get people in trouble? I don't know any of this. Well, yeah. Huh. <laughs> See? Can't. Putting me out to pasture, folks. Uh, I'll tell you in the break or something. All right. If I remember. All right. Uh, so there you go. You can find me at TorgoPSN on Twitter. Uh, the main account is still there. The writers are taking that, that over, apparently. Sean's been tweeting a lot. I think Keith has been tweeting a little bit. I've been on there a little bit. Yeah. Not on the Periscope, but on the Twitter. No, well, the Periscope's a big problem. Why? 
Because with Twitter, you can have multiple accounts. With Periscope, you have to physically log out of an account, log into the other account, mm. log out of that account, log into the other account. I don't know my passwords like that. My passwords are in a pack because my passwords are complete gibberish garbage so that nobody can guess them. Not even me. <laughs> but I have to get them out of a password manager to, to get them. It's, <clears throat> it's just a pain in the ass to switch Periscope. <laughs> I'm losing valuable seconds here. I'm not getting any younger. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, if you want to leave us a voicemail, you can do that on Skype here on at WDT-Torgo. You can email us at podcast at psnation.com. You can also hit the contact us section over psnation.com on the left side there uh, where you can hit the button to shoot us an email that way. Uh, you can uh, find us on PSN. If you're going to add Josh or I on PSN, please just put a little note in there that you're from PS Nation so that we don't just automatically delete you. Uh, if you just send a request, don't make that note. We're going to delete you automatically. It's... Yep, it's been it's, done. It's 100%. Yeah, I've done it all the time. So I actually had a guy, I think it was yesterday, from a Rocket League game try to add me, and I knew because I recognized the name and I deleted, boom, because we're saving that those spots for our uh, our community members because that's what's most important. So uh, you can find us on the Stitchers. Don't forget our PS Nation Facebook page at facebook.com slash PS Nation page. Go over there and like that, hey. We, we need all the likes we can get. We have very, you know, very, very fragile egos. I, we need to be liked. I just, I just noticed on Amazon. Yeah. The Final Fantasy VII remake for the PS4 uh-huh. is listed at fifty nine ninety nine. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's it's a full, big, huge game, and it's remade. But yeah. still, for a game that old and everything, that's well. Seems... But I mean, it's I don't think it's not just a simple up convert like the I PC know, version. I mean, it's I a know. full remake. It's a full remake, and it's a big game. It's not like you know. It's just weird seeing Final Fantasy VII at true full price, especially <laughs> since I think when it first came out, it was forty nine. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember either. It was a long time ago. I think that's when I worked at KB Toys, even. Mm. Uh, see, you made me lose my space now. Uh, so you can mm. also check out VGEVO.com and the podcast network over there that we're a part of and a bunch of other shows over there. Uh, again, don't forget our website at PSNation.com and uh, hit that affiliate link section on the left side of the page and uh, go shopping. Do your shopping with our links. Everything you buy, we get a little piece of it. doesn't change your experience whatsoever. doesn't change your pricing. But we get a little percentage of, of anything you buy. And that helps us pay the bills. And boy, are we going to have the bills the next few months. Mm. Extra life. and One thing we're going to be talking about in the news. So, all right. New releases, dude. Oh, okay. Strap in, folks. Yeah. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> we'll do the Pat Nuzzle. Gulp. Here we go. This oh, is just oh, the start oh, of everything. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, so PS4, Dishonored, Definitive Edition for thirty nine ninety nine. Hmm. You get the full game and all the DLC that came along. The Dunwall City Trials, the Knife of Dunwall, the Brigmore Witches, and Void Walker's Arsenal. All on the PS4. Wow. Huzzah. With enhanced graphics that take full advantage of the powerful hardware of this generation. Ooh. How's that for PR speak? Yeah. All and right. Don't forget if it's on mic or if it's on Xbox One, you got to do that whole spiel at the end with the cloud. No, the all-in-one <laughs> entertainment. Yes. Whatever. Blah 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 from Microsoft. 
And then we have a game that I got to play this past week. One Piece Pirate Warriors 3. Whatever, gum gum. Huzzah. Uh, The game that Jason Honecker is chomping at the bit for. Hmm. And then we have... uh, That's $59.99. And then Until Dawn is finally going to release. Holy shit, that's right. For $59.99. And if you guys are interested at all, Josh got to do a, uh, a preview of that game first few mm-hmm. chapters of it you can find that right up over at psnation.com just go to the search and type in until dawn yes find that uh <coughs> spoiler free by the way i believe yes yes absolutely and any review that may be forthcoming at some point maybe next week if a review comes hmm. uh would also be spoiler free there we go theoretically theoretically yes yes you never know um, there might be no way to review that game unless you spoil something that's possible could happen. So then we have Madden NFL 16. Oh, this one's going to have so many spoilers in the review. <laughs> for fifty nine ninety nine, <laughs> And the Deluxe Edition for sixty nine ninety nine, And the Deluxe Edition includes 36 Madden Ultimate Team Pro Packs. Ooh. Yes. And that's pretty much it. Hmm. <laughs> um, Wait, they don't have a $99 one that has a signature on it or something? No. Oh, Because I think you can still buy those, even though there were only like a thousand of them made, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. The, the, the exclusive club of everyone. Yeah. Like the Discover card. The one that nobody bought. Um, exactly. Okay. So then on Sunday. Oh, shit, dude. Yes. This is what happens to you every time. Yeah. You don't do very many things at all, and all of a sudden, everything that you've, you've said that you want to do, they all, all dump on you in the same week. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. And and it's literally after this, it's a game a week right through October for ones that I said I wanted. Well, yeah. So, um, Sunday, Disney Infinity 3.0 hits. Oh, God. Uh, the starter pack is sixty four ninety nine. Yeah. The Star Wars Saga Bundle is one fourteen ninety nine. Hey, just think of it this way, folks. At least we'll get to hear about a new version of, of Disney Infinity every week. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> no, we won't, because I'll still be playing it on PlayStation TV, and that's not 3.0. Mm. <laughs> but you could do a remote um, play for it. No, oh, I wonder if you can. Oh, because no. you have to have that base. No, yeah, the base has to be plugged into the console. So you can't. You can't use the Bluetooth base on the Vita of no. remote play? No, because the Bluetooth base <laughs> won't know, work I'm on just, 3.0. I know. Uh, yeah, so that's coming. And I haven't talked to anybody about that, so I don't know. Yeah, and I don't think I even have the contact for that. I'll have to find that person. And yes, you will. Do that. <clears throat> Damn, I have to figure out. Oh, I do, right here, actually. (laughs) Well, there we go. In front of me. Perfect. Uh, Yeah, all right. I'll do that now. Cool. Hold on, please. What? (laughs) Okay. Uh, PS3. We have. Yeah. No Vita stuff this week, but we have a ton for the PS3. Uh, Madden NFL 16 for $59.99. Madden NFL 16 Deluxe Edition for $69.99. Still rocking the PS3. Yes, although NHL is not. Well, nobody buys that game. Right. <laughs> um, 
Fright. Actually, did you see that tweet? It was from a month ago, but it was hilarious. You're asking me if I remember a tweet from a month ago? No, I just got... I Somebody just tweeted it to me, and I retweeted it because uh, uh, I thought it was hilarious. I don't know. Um, so a month ago, ESPN... Oh, is this th- about Kane? No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. Uh, a month ago, ESPN thought they were being all clever, and... They tweeted, hey, at San Jose Sharks, thoughts on changing your name to the San Jose Sharknados? And they hashtag Sharknados. Okay. So the Sharks tweeted back, the official Sharks account tweeted back, hey, ESPN, thoughts on showing more hockey highlights? Uh, Yes, I heard about that. (laughs) Yeah. And Detroit jumped in and said, well played, well played, and Dallas Stars gave him a high five. (laughs) 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 That's so awesome. Wow. It's true. It's funny because it's true. I think I heard about that even on like At Midnight or something. Yeah. Like that got around a lot when that happened. That is really an awesome thing. Oh, the Wii U uh, 5.5.0 firmware update just came out and Nintendo TV is gone. Aw. And nobody cared. But it was so useless. (laughs) I don't even, I still don't even know to this day what it really did. It didn't really do anything. It yeah. turned your Wii U it was controller like a t- into a remote. Well, and you were supposed to be able to like interact with your friends while you were watching yeah, TV. Yeah, and it was like which, Google TV where it would pull up the guide and you could like. Uh, fuck. But it didn't work no. because universal remotes, people. Yeah, <laughs> this shit. Does, it would turn on your TV, and that was it. And Listen, they're innovating. For, Forget your surround sound. Forget anything else. Yeah, you just have your, you just have your your Nintendo Wii U plugged into a standard TV and using the speakers on the TV. Exactly. Don't try to get fancy, Mister. Like everybody in the world does. Listen here, Guy Jane. Nobody has any other kind of setup. Listen here, Guy Jane. Don't get fancy. Fucking pain in my ass. (laughs) Um. All right, back to the PS3. Uh, Next coming out is Siberia. Collection. All right. Uh, that is for. Wait, what is that for? Siberia. I thought that was comp- PS4. PS3. Wow. All right. Siberia, because they brought the two games out on uh, on the PS3. So Siberia Complete Collection uh, is for the PS3. It is twenty nine ninety nine. Which is awesome. Physical. Yeah. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. Mm-hmm. Gotta have it. We have this link for Amazon that you can probably try to use. Yeah, I know. I heard yeah. about that. Uh, for some reason, it's broken on my computer. What? Uh, and then on Sunday, <laughs> we have the Disney Infinity 3.0 Starter Pack, sixty four ninety nine. Disney Infinity 3.0 Star Wars Saga Bundle, one fourteen ninety nine, And done. All right. Let's move on. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, so this was a big surprise that we got to hear about it so early for a change. Yeah. <laughs> uh, PlayStation dropped a bomb this week and uh, announced the PlayStation experience for 2015 already. They didn't awesome. wait until two weeks before it was going to happen. That's amazing. Uh, so this year, it's... Uh, I'm not happy about this. It's in San Francisco this year. Oh, I am thrilled. I <sighs> freaking love San Francisco. I hate that city. Love it. I, I hate it there. Love it's, it. It's the only city that's more expensive than Seattle. Yeah. Oh. I freaking love that city. Yeah. A and hotel the funny room, thing is... A hotel room is like $200 a night, dude. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, this Moscone Center is actually like right near where we stayed when we were in 
San Francisco. Oh, the two times we were in San Francisco. I, I like the Moscone. The Moscone's actually a great convention center. It, it, it's fantastic, I've even though there really there. aren't that many places to eat around there, like every other convention center in the world. Um, so this year, uh, December 5th and 6th, it's in San Francisco, which doesn't surprise me because the Moscone's only about a 20-minute drive from where PlayStation headquarters is. Well, yeah. So obviously they didn't want to travel. Exactly. <laughs> and it's close to Christmas and everything. Uh, so, I mean, obviously it's pretty early, so we don't know very many details, but, uh, right now a regular two day oh ticket. Is, what's that? No, I just realized the most, that is directly behind where the Sony store used to be. Uh, yeah, it was, well, it was about two blocks away from the, um, uh, but, 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 but it's still there. The Sony store is just not there anymore. Yeah, um, and that place is that there, place but called? the Sony store is gone. Yeah, there's a, there's a really good theater there still. I just can't yeah. think of the name. There's a food, a really good food court, um, but it's funny. a couple. It's a few blocks away. It's not right next door. Yeah, but this is just a couple, literally a couple blocks from where Lou and I stayed the yeah. two times we went there. Why the fuck can I think of what the hell that thing's called? God. And we walked down there because I was like, "There's a Sony," or I think we just found it by accident. We just walked down the street there, and we were looking around and walked in there, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, look at this!" Yeah. And, yeah, and walked out the back to the garden and everything, the and that's all still there. Yeah, public area. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, because I was there last year for GDC. Oh, that's funny. So, uh, two day passes if you get in, if you get them ordered and re- if you get registered before September twentieth, you get the the two day pass for sixty bucks uh, while supplies last. I don't think they're going to sell them all uh, after September twentieth. The regular two day pass will go for seventy five, with one day passes going for forty five dollars Saturday only. Wait, uh, and what? it's just two days this year? It was two days last time. I thought it was Friday, Saturday. Oh, we no. were there Friday. That's right. Yeah. It was Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. That's right. Uh, and $40 for Sunday. So 45 for Saturday, 40 for Sunday if you want to do a single day. Uh, tickets are on sale now. When you're ordering your tickets, make sure you put your PlayStation Network ID in there because they want to probably do something. Maybe put you in a I don't know who, who the fuck knows. And here, I mean, this is what gets me. And, and the, it's the same thing for Vegas, I guess, but I think the rooms are a little bit cheaper in Vegas, just not where we stayed. Uh, but the, there's special rates for three different hotels that are downtown right by the Moscone. So the Marquee, the Marriott Marquis, which is actually a very nice hotel. It's where a lot of developers stay for GTC, 249 a night. <laughs> the Courtyard by Marriott uh, San Francisco downtown is 209 a night. And the Hilton San Francisco is $179 a night. This is why I stayed at the edge of where the Tenderloin District is last time I went to GDC because everything's so goddamn expensive there. And even the crappy-ass little motel, that it's probably the worst motel I've stayed at in I don't know how many years, was still just ridiculous. So, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just not happy about San Francisco. <laughs> I'm really not. Uh, also, for all you Street Fighter fans out there, the Capcom Cup will be held at PlayStation Experience this year as a one-day special event open to all attendees on Sunday, December 6th. So you'll be able to check that out as well. Uh, they got a lot of stuff going on for that. So very, very cool. I, I better make sure that uh, any plane I have set is uh, going leaving on Monday <laughs> this time. Yeah, maybe that would be a good idea <laughs> if we go. Yeah. Really want to go, but I don't know if we'll have the budget. <laughs> we'll yeah. see because extra life is like a month before that. <sighs> God damn it. Anyway, uh, so that's it. I mean, a lot. There's still a lot of things that aren't known. They haven't really released any type of uh, itinerary or anything else like that. But we had a really good time at last year's, and uh, it would be great to go. I know a lot of more people are kind of talking about going this year. 
so yeah, we'll we'll see what we can do. It's it's a couple months off still, so we'll we'll have to talk about it and discuss it and stuff. So use that link, folks. <laughs> use a that, lot. Use those links a lot. Use uh, those links on this next item. Yeah, there you go. Oh my god. The I'm waiting North? for the pre-order. I'm waiting for it, and the, I've I've got money in my account ready to go. Oh, uh, I, I I held off on the Batman one because I I figured I don't need four of these, but I can't resist. Yeah, I desperately want this, but I there's not that's not going to happen. Yeah. Um, the Darth Vader themed PS4. It's so fucking cool. Is coming this holiday, um, and that's not even the craziest part of this. Yeah, this is. Uh, the- we it all looks, freaked out. Yeah, it looks really cool. I, I don't. I'm not sold on that controller. <clears throat> the controller just looks dumb. I like it. <laughs> it it looks odd. I like it. Um, did Did you see that the Star Wars logo is all over the D pad? Like the is where, it really? Yeah, uh-huh. where it says Star Wars because it says Star Wars all the way across the 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 faceplate and everything of the PS4, and the same print that's in the background is also on the D pad. On the D-pad or, or on the not, not touchpad? The D-pad. I'm sorry, the touchpad. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, this is coming out. Wait a minute. Okay, it's coming out November 17th. Uh, it will include Star Wars Battlefront and apparently uh, also get bundled with Disney Infinity 3.0 that will have been out for two months. No, 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 no. There's two <laughs> bundles. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's what I said. So there's a Star Wars Battlefront bundle and a Disney Infinity bundle. Yeah. But now here's the crazy. Here's the crazy crazy. Yeah. Here's the cray cray. The cray cray. Uh, it also includes four downloadable Star Wars titles. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunter, yeah. which was a PS2 game. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Star- Starfighter. PS2 game. Right. Star Wars Racer Revenge, which was a Dreamcast game. Uh, <laughs> and PS2. Uh, and they will feature enhanced graphics and trophies. Oh, and by the way, what the fuck? there's also a Super Nintendo game, yep. Super Star Wars, coming. Oh my god. The fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? That's crazy. It's How funny, too, because happen? that game was impossible. It was, yeah. And it was nothing like Star Wars. <laughs> no, well, you know, no. I vividly remember seeing that I've game back at CES recently. and standing there playing because that was also when they revealed Street Fighter Two for the SNES. So Capcom had this booth off in the corner, and you had all the stuff. You know, everybody's playing Street Fighter, and then to my left, behind me, was Super Star Wars. So all day you hear the music, and because the digital sound of that SNES just fit that game so perfectly, it had all the great sounds, the blaster sounds, and the music, and everything else. And you would turn around and you're like, what do I play? And then also Batman Returns for the SNES was there right across the way at the Konami booth. And I think Turtles in Time was over there too for the SNES. I mean, it was just this this crazy area with all the Super Nintendo stuff. But it, it was an impossible game, but it was so good. You just kept playing it <laughs> until you just got mm. so frustrated and almost broke your controller. Yeah, I've got all the... Super Star Wars Empire and Jedi on the Wii Virtual Console. Ah, yes, yes. Um, because my roommates, when I lived with those girls, like <laughs> after college, like right at the end of college, and I was still in Virginia, um, one of them had bought a SNES, and she had 
Super Star Wars and all, and I was playing it. And I'm like, what the? F- what is this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I always, I never forgot it, and I saw that they did Empire and Jedi and all. And then I'm just, I'm really like curious if they've done anything to it, or because I know they I said they were going to enhance the other games, but I don't really see them doing that much work on a SNES game. <sighs> but I mean, how fucking crazy is that we're getting a SNES game on? It is bizarre. I mean, it was JVC that brought it out originally. Well, that's because they it, LucasArts had this weird licensing for consoles. Um, I actually knew the producer of Super Star Wars, this guy Kalani Stryker. And uh, he explained to me one time, I mean, this is like back in the 90s. But they had some weird licensing agreement because, so, because Sony was, or I mean, I'm sorry, because Nintendo was so weird about their licensing. Uh, instead of LucasArts actually becoming a publisher, they just entered into an agreement with JVC. Because it was a LucasArts game. I mean, yeah. LucasArts, Kalani worked for LucasArts. Um, and it, they basically just got into this agreement so they didn't have to dick with it, basically. So, yes, it te- technically it was published by JVC, but it was, it's a LucasArts game, and I think that's how they're bringing it out, is that LucasArts owns all the rights. Yeah. Obviously. I'm- they're not. Uh, they're not talking about uh, any pricing on any of them. Yeah, because obviously those games are going to come out on the store. No, I'm. Oh, I'm but the, saying the, the bundle bundles. itself. Yeah. Uh, I can see this coming out because, and and that's the other thing. They're saying in their press release that it's the 500 gig PS4. But I think somewhere yesterday somebody saw that it was listed as the one gig, one terabyte uh, system. Mm. So yeah. that's up up for debate right now too. Because by that point, by November, they may be that may be it. It may be the terabyte system <clears> only. Or they're taking all the five hundred gigabytes uh, and making them into this. In. <laughs> yeah. Um but I wonder see like I could see the the battlefront one being the straight four hundred. Um but the Disney Infinity 3.0, it's the full, it's the $115 pack. Yeah, I that's going to be a more expensive one, obviously. They'd have to go like 450 to 500 for that. I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. It's a big I, bundle. They have no pricing yet, but yeah. Yeah, that, that's just crazy. So now we have the Destiny Taken King bundle coming out in September. And then this is coming out in November. Man, Disney, fucking Sony is just going to own Christmas. <laughs> I don't it, honestly. I really don't care that Halo Five is coming out right now. I don't think it's. I don't think Halo Five has the the power to overcome what Sony's doing this Christmas. It's insane. Oh no! I mean, yeah. the, the Halo Five will give the Xbox One a huge bump, but it will. But it's not as uh, the PS Four is going to get a huger bump. They they <laughs> lost a lot of Halo players on Five. There's a lot of people that are pissed off that it has no split screen. There's a lot of people that are pissed off that it has more modernized kind of Call of Duty controls. There's, I mean, I see threads everywhere people complaining about Halo 5. I'm sure a lot of them are still going to buy it. Of course they will. Yeah. Everybody complains about Call of Duty. And oh, it's still and then they still buy it. multi-cajillion well, seller. I think it was 26% uh, lower for sales for Advanced Warfare. I mean, it still does really, really well. Mm-hmm. But there are numbers showing that, you know, People kind of feel like it's getting stale. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. No, I'm I'm excited for this. I as soon as it pops up for pre order, I'm I'm buying it. I don't care. I'm making sure I have money in my account for it. Uh, I have to have this. I just can't. I can't. I can't. Yeah, I have to have it. 
Yeah. So that'll be my fourth PS4. It looks pretty God damn it. But yeah. I'll, I'll probably do, do that. And you know what I'll do? I'll just leave the fucker in a box. That's what pisses me off. Where am I going to put it? Where am I going to put a fourth PS4? Put it, Oh, I know what I can do. I can leave it at my parents. <laughs> well, because I care, I take that one around on the game screen now. And by the way, that game screen, man, that thing is a lifesaver for the life I'm living right now. But I didn't feel like huffing it back with me this weekend. So I didn't have a PS4 at my parents' house on Friday, and I went there to do some errands for them. Oh, I could leave one at their house. I have to justify it somehow, right? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, next up. If you're going to PAX next week, uh, the lineup for the Indie Mega Booth came out, and holy crap, this is uh, way bigger than the last time I went. Uh, taking up over 5,000 square feet, uh, the Indie Mega Booth is going to have over 70 games, ranging from PC, console, and tabletop. Uh, the thing is, like a lot of the PC ones you see there will eventually come to console, so it's... That's why I'm going this year, mainly, I thought, because uh, I was like, oh, I'm not going to do any appointments, and I'm just going to go to the Indie Mega Booth. And then all these appointments came in for the indie games. I'm like, all right, well, yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let's do that. Oh, really? Hands-on with uh, with with uh, Just Cause 3. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll do that. Yeah. So just shit like that. <clears throat> My plans have gone to shit, Josh. Well, how about that? Yeah, the best laid plans. Uh so, I mean, the, the whole list is up on our website. I mean, there's some really, really cool stuff here that I want to check out, including Cappy's new game below. Um, just trying to look through here. Well, that D4 remake is coming out. Um, I don't know why Galaxy is going to be in the <laughs> Mega Booth. It's already out. Uh, Hyperlight Drifter, which we actually have a, a, an appointment for. That one is looking really, really good. That did a uh, was a very successful Kickstarter, I believe, if I'm not getting mistaken here. Uh, but yeah, if you're going to PAX, check a lot of these out, guys. There, there's some really good games, and I think you'd be surprised at the, at the quality you're going to see. Uh, and the cool thing is, it's not all just Unity stuff anymore. There are actually a lot more devs going over to Unreal 4 now, and uh, even some smaller engines. So, really, really cool. Uh, also, PAX, it's really funny. I'm actually, on Thursday at PAX, I'm going to a Microsoft thing. <laughs> I'm going into the belly of the beast. I got invited to uh, an indie games thing at the campus at Microsoft. So Rubenstein's saying that I better uh, I better be ready for the rubber glove. They're going to tear me apart. That'll be worth it. I don't know about that. What I really want to do... <clears throat> let's see if we can make this happen, folks, if there's a Photoshop person out there. What I think I should really do is get a picture with like Aaron Greenberg and Larry Herb and everybody. And then have somebody Photoshop it so that all the people from Microsoft are at a little bit lower resolution. Just a little bit. <laughs> Laugh at it, Josh. It's funny. Uh, uh, oh, God. Okay. It's funny. Um, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. Okay, fanboy. It's not a fanboy thing. It's a joke. Okay. Fucking A. Quit taking things so seriously. <laughs> I think it'd be a funny picture. Okay. Nice subtle joke. Me standing there with all these people, and they're just a little bit lower resolution. I'm not saying they have to be pixelated like eight bit characters or something. You have no sense of humor. <laughs> Do the next one. The next one. Even Mark laughed at my jokes. That's because Mark's a simpleton. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> wow. That wasn't very nice. He's not listening. <laughs> well, we know that, but I'm going over to his house soon. 
He'll laugh if you tell him I said that. <laughs> I have to see if it, if three months has been enough to put the new screen in the Nomad for me. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right, so Techland has revealed uh, the next bit of DLC for Dying Light. It is called The Following. Indeed. Which, didn't that show get canceled? Um, <sighs> did it yet? What, I don't oh, yeah, it finally what... did. Even though it should... <sighs> The show was scheduled for one season, and all of a sudden it did well, so the the studio's like, oh, we gotta do another one! And then he was magically alive, and you're like, what the f- I don't even know what the show's about, I just know the name is a TV show. Uh, It's basically a serial killer, and Kevin Bacon's after him, and he Uh, goes through all this trauma. The The first time he tried to get him, and he gets away, and all this other crap, and it it was a- the first season was really good. Except it was that whole thing that we see in a lot of shows now, where no matter what, the bad guy's always at least one step ahead of the cops. Like, he's always got everything meticulously planned, even though... If he's not one step ahead of the cops, then the show's over. But they... but they, <laughs> It's it's so convenient all the time. That's the problem. That's just bad writing. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's, it's convenient okay. writing. So, uh, this DLC is set in the Outback, and you're taking over the role of Kyle Crane, uh, brother to Niles and Frazier, apparently. Oh, for God's sake, Niles. The long-lost brother. Um, so, my, yeah. My joke this, was better. That what? My joke was better. Okay. Um, wait, that wasn't a joke. That was just saying that. Wait, what? That, no. You were trying to be funny. I wasn't trying to. No. Yeah. I'm never trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, people just laugh at me. That's all. <laughs> okay, so it's available as part of the season pass if you got the season pass for Dying Light. Uh if you did not, it's fourteen ninety nine on its own. Okay. Uh there is currently no release date. <laughs> so it's coming eventually at some well, point. Well, but the big thing about this is that it, it opens up this entire new area. You know how vehicles you can drive. Uh, it's like a doom buggy and stuff. Doom so. buggies, weapons, yeah. new story content. Yeah. yeah. So that's the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Anyway. All right. On to the next thing. What's the next thing, Josh? What is the next thing? What we're playing and watching, and you have to start with this. <sighs> okay. Uh, st- again, strap in, folks. <laughs> Maybe take a potty break. We can play some like light music for a couple minutes. Um, where do I start here? Sorry, we've got no time. Um, okay, so let me start, I guess, with uh, Bandai Namco New York City Holiday Showcase. Okay. Uh, which I was invited to. Uh, that was the first one. I walk in, and there's Hip Hop Gamer, and I'm like, what the... <laughs> <laughs> Although you weren't, um, you weren't holding the belt in the picture. No. You broke no, the I, first rule of Hip Hop Gamer. Oh, I have a funny story about the belt that comes along with Hitman. Okay, Wait, well, I'll tell you. Also, no, I want to ask you. Yeah, you should have given him shit because he never put up the video that you and I video bombed from E3. Really? He, I have never seen it. Oh. Yeah, he never put it up. So apparently, we're good enough to to video bomb him, but it's not good enough to post. Well, he wanted to come on the show so we could bring him on and and ambush him with that. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Say, where the hell's our video? <laughs> um, so at Hitman, he forgot his SD card. So he had to borrow mine for his video. So I became his video guy. <laughs> oh, my God. While we were there. It was really? fine. 
it was fine because I got to sit in and basically I got all this content without having to do anything. Really, <laughs> I just let him do all the work and well, I held the camera. Um, but uh, no, I got like the I didn't get video content, but I I got the interview with the developer sure, just sure. sitting there, you know, sure. and I would talk to him, whatever. Um, one of the funniest things is he goes, he's talking to the developer and he goes, all right, I got a, a real serious question, a oh, big, God. big question. So you got to hold the belt for this one. So the guy's holding the belt and he asks him the question. He's like, all right, I got another, a, a, a real big, serious question. God. And the guy goes, do you have another belt? <laughs> <laughs> and we laughed for five minutes. <laughs> all three of us. <laughs> Nice. It was awesome. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, and then the PR guy came in from the other room, like in the middle, like, what the fuck is going on over Man, here? Because oh, we shit. were laughing hysterically for five minutes. It was oh just awesome. God. That's awesome. Um, so, all right. So at, at Namco Bandai, I saw the first thing I saw was Sebastian Loeb Rally Evo. Uh, from Milestone. Uh, these are the guys that do the MotoGP 15 games, the motorcycle race yeah, yeah, games yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Um, this is coming out February 16th. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will be on the PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, it's really impressive. I actually got to play it. Um, I think those games have always been pretty impressive. Yeah, it's just it's, I don't like motorcycle games. No, no, no. This one is not. This oh. is Sebastian Loeb Rally Evo is cars. Oh, rally it's, game. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's racing. Um, and they built this one from the ground up for the new systems and everything, and hmm. they went nuts, like drive club nuts. Like, nice. Like, they really went all out. Everything in the game, the physics, the damage modeling, the terrain... Uh, the time of day, everything is built to make it look as and feel as real as possible. Um, See, my problem is I've never liked a rally game. I don't like doing rally racing in Gran Turismo 6. I don't like doing even Sega Rally. I just don't like it. Well, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested. I'd like to see it. It's They did... I didn't get to see the video yet, but they did a side-by-side video of this track in Sweden that they had modeled. Mm-hmm. And... Everything is there, like every tree, every house, every everything. It looks identical. So they that's that was their big thing. They wanted to make every single one of these tracks look exactly like it really does and drive exactly like it really does. Nice. Um, it has courses in Swin, uh, Sweden, Finland, Mexico, uh, all over the world. Basically, um, they have the Pikes Peak Hill Climb. Um, both the gravel and the regular road one, I guess there's two different ones. Okay. Um, they have 14 different manufacturers for the cars. Uh, it's compatible with all the wheel hardware that's out there. Nice. Uh, I actually played it using, uh, the Thrustmaster wheel. Okay. Uh, and it was good. It was <laughs> the track I was on. He's like, here, uh, do you want to try it? And I was like, yeah, sure, here, l- let me sit down. Uh, and <laughs> the track, it, you see the, the picture of the track, you know, the, the overhead of the, 
you know, kind of the outline. This is where you're going to go. And it was the most twisty, bendy, crazy thing I'd ever seen in my life. And I'm like, are you serious? Did they put you on the equivalent of like a black downhill? It was like some, yeah, it was like some crazy Finland, like, or Norway, like up in the mountains track that it's it's just constant switchbacks. And Finland, Finland. And you barely have enough room for one car on the road, oh, and if geez. you go over the edge, you're you're falling off the mountain, essentially. Jeez. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. And he's like, well, all right, wait, let's try to get you on another track. <laughs> and he tried to move you to another one, and he couldn't get it. And I'm like, fuck it, just give me this one. Let's wow. do it. Because as I'm going up, as you get higher in elevation, suddenly there's a little bit of snow on the on the road, and sure. then there's ice. And then it gets nastier, and it got really bad. And I hit the point, the top point, and then I start heading down the other side of the mountain. And it, you know, the ice and everything starts to thin out, and then it's just wet. And it was pretty fantastic. Um, I could feel the difference uh, just making my way up the mountain. And every time I got to one of those points where I'm like, "Oh crap! Oh crap!" You could feel it in the wheel. Like here yeah. comes the ice. <laughs> what about when the dragon attacked? Uh, yeah, the dragon was pretty sweet. Nice. No. Um, it's, it's cool. It plays really, really well. Um, especially in this, it's not ready till January, but, um, it felt really good. Looked really good already. Uh, so there's another racing game coming and it uses all the wheels, people. Hmm. Um, then I did step right over and play MotoGP 15. Hmm. Which is already out in Europe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it will be coming in early January to North and South America. And the nice thing is it'll be enhanced a bit from what's already out in Europe. Hmm. Uh, so it's hitting PS4 and Xbox One physical, PS3 and 360 digital, okay, and PC on Steam. Um, this was also built from the ground up for the current gen platforms. Uh, you get full customization of riders. You can create a team. It's got all the real tracks, all the real guys in it. Uh, it actually has history moments, like those Madden moments and things like that. Where oh, okay, yeah. It's a moment from the previous season where it recreates everything down to the weather from that race and all, and mm-hmm. then puts you in it to see you know if, what you can do in it. Uh, which is a really cool idea if you're into it. Hmm. Um, but it was funny going from the racing to the motorcycle. And I was, when I was talking to the guy, I was like, look, I, he said, have you seen these before? I said, I have a lot of these on the PS2. I don't know. I might have gotten one on the PS3, but probably the last one I played was on the PS2. And I said, I know how different it is. It's, you cannot go into this like you're in a car or you're just going to get destroyed. <clears throat> because it's a whole different it's a whole different animal. Right. Um and it was cool. It was it was almost like the guitar hero thing. I was telling him, you know, it was after it it took about a lap to get the feel for it again and and by the second lap I was doing better and by the third lap I had it, you know? Okay. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Because you you can actually you can shift your rider's weight uh with the right stick. So you can shift him forward, shift him over to the sides and everything oh, wow. to lean into the turns and all. Yeah, they, they went all out that on this. sounds really complicated. <laughs> it is. It's awesome. It's really, really cool. Um, 
it's a fun game. So if you're into motorcycle racing, um, but for people who are like, it's a racing game. Yeah. It's very different than car racing. And if you're into car racing, this will drive you mental because it's, it's very, very different. Um, then the next one I saw, which is one that will most likely get the developers on they're an independent studio in Mexico. Uh, they're called game game coder studios. Okay. Uh, and this game is called attractio. Uh, it's digital only. It's coming for the PS4 and Vita. Uh, and it's like a futuristic game show type thing. That's heavily influenced by portal. Okay. Um, it looks a lot like portal, but it's, it's all about gravity essentially. Um, so you're see the problem was where the demo was. Somebody had already been in it and it was deep into the demo and we couldn't reset it. So (laughs) I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I I was completely baffled. Um, but it looked really cool. Uh, you have like a gravity gun, you have gravity boots and you have all these cubes around that they have arrows on them and the arrows are lit up the two, you know, it's, it's in a cross and an X basically on the side of the cube and the arrows at the bottom, the two at the bottom will be lit up or the two on the side or the two on the top or the other side, whatever Hmm. that'll tell you which way gravity is for that cube. Oh, okay. So that sounds really familiar. A, you have to then move your cubes around and basically solve all these puzzles to get out of the room and get to the next room. And yeah, I think I've seen this game before manipulating gravity and all along the way it yeah. was, I, for as baffled as I was, it was pretty cool. It was something that I was like, I, I think I could get into this if I fully understood what the hell was going on. <laughs> um, but it looked really neat. And, you know, they're a pretty small uh, studio in Mexico. So uh, the, I talked about getting them on at some point. So sure, we're going to sure. try to do that. Um, then I moved over to Sword Art Online Lost Song. Okay. Uh, which is the next Sword Art Online. We just, Andy just put up the review for the most recent one. Right. Uh, Recoded, I think was the one. Um, This is already out in Asia, or was already out in Asia and Japan for the PS3. Sure. They're bringing it to the US and Europe and all as a digital and physical release for Mm. the PS4 and Vita. Uh, and it will be for the PS, yeah, PS4 is what I'm saying. So basically they're, they're fancying up the PS3 version and bringing it to the PS4 and it looked really good. It looked like a PS4 version, like a native PS4 version. Oh, that's cool. Us. I mean, you know, I haven't played the other ones, but it looked beautiful right, <laughs> essentially. Right. Um, that's coming November 17th. Uh, it's going to include all the DLC, uh, from the PS3. Uh, it might be cross save. I, we're double checking on that. Okay. Um, because all the DLC is cross compatible. So, uh, like if you had the DLC from the one, you got it for the other and it, it was a whole thing. So, um, if you pre-purchase this digital, 
you get rehollow fragment for the Vita for free. Oh, that's cool. So that's like a huge, nice value. But you have to go digital. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, wow. if, if you're into digital, that's a really nice way to get it. Sure. Um, it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I I don't know if you saw his review. It's like it's based on an anime, and it's about this game that was created and this virtual reality game. And everybody went online, and when they got online, they found out they couldn't leave, they couldn't quit the game, uh, okay. and they were told that the only way out is to win the game, and if you die in the game the virtual reality helmet will shock your brain and kill you. Oh, jeez. So you die in real life. <laughs> so that's what the whole anime is about. So you're hey, in this thing. They're stealing this from the, from the 90s movie Arcade. Of course. <laughs> so full moon video. You're, you're completely stuck in this thing, and I, I messed around with it. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, but, you know, the controls, there's a lot going on with the controls and everything. Uh, then I had hands. I was playing, um, one piece pirate warriors three super fun. It's like every other one piece pirate warriors game. Um, yeah, I like the one which, that I played. I, yeah. uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, it got, I mean, the one I played got a little, uh, repetitious after a while, but well, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's dynasty warriors with one piece. Essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, the, the integration with those animated sections is so good. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it's got a lot of comedy, and it, it looks great. And that's that's the best thing about it. It's funny as hell. This is PS4 and Vita, uh, physical and digital releases. Uh, PS3 is digital only, and they're bringing this to Steam for the first time. Ooh. Yeah. Um, so that's out next week. It's fun. It's It's just as good as the other ones, and it looks fantastic on the PS4. Um, then I watched some people play Tales of Zestiria. Um, <laughs> didn't want to jump in on your own. Uh, they were playing it. And oh, okay. every time I looked over, somebody was playing it cause I mm. was going to try it out. But, um, the people that were playing it didn't seem to know what they were doing. They were just kind of wandering around. Yeah. Um, it's a Tales game. Um, looks really good. That's another PS4, uh, release looks really, really good. Uh, then I wandered over to Digimon Cyber Sleuth, <laughs> Digimon Story Cyber Sleuth. I, I thought for a second there you were going to say Cyber Slut, so. No, nah, well, Raj immediately, uh, sent me a message asking me about it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, because he is way into these games. Um, it looked really, really good. It was a timed demo, so... There wasn't a whole lot, you know, for me to see. Yeah. Um, It was a very short time demo, uh, I should say. Um, It will apparently have more than 200 Digimon from the animated series. Uh, You're supposed to be a detective running around and gathering clues like... The, the digital world was breaking into the real world and you're in this subway station and you're like all this digital stuff is taking over and you're wandering around the subway station. It says explore and investigate. I didn't know how to investigate. I just kept running into battles and I was like, oh, okay. So it's just like any other RPG battle, battle, battle. Um, hmm. Looks fantastic. Um, 
But yeah, it's turn-based battles. Um, stuff like that. Uh, you can train your Digimon and all and evolve them to unlock, you know, better ones and what have you. Uh, I think Raj would be happy. (laughs) Anybody else who's (laughs) into it. Um, but yeah, that was one that was just, it was a little bit lost on me because I was just, this is something I don't know much about at all. Hmm. Um, okay. Then Saint, wait, Saint Saya Soldier Soul Knights of the Zodiac That sounds familiar I I think we've seen some press releases for that Yeah, that's a fighting game Yeah Major fighting game Um, There is a new anime series uh, That started in April um, And this is apparently Based on that Okay um it it's PS4. Uh it will also be on the PS3. It looks pretty gorgeous. Uh I I button mashed my way through a couple battles. <laughs> um <laughs> it's it's pretty wild. Um but again, this was another one where I'm like, I don't know who these people are, I don't know what's going on in it, but it's just like fight, fight, fight. Um it has the original voiceover cast, uh, Japanese, Mexican, and Brazilian. Mm. Uh, it will have Spanish, Brazilian, and Portuguese subtitles. So, I mean, is it like a 3D fighter? Is it a traditional yeah. 2D fighter? No, it's like full 3D. Is all it free over. roaming 3D? Uh, you're in this huge arena. So it's like J Stars, kind of. Kind of, yeah. You're you're just you run all over this arena, beating the crap out of each other, and it's like, okay. um, uh, what was the other one I saw? Uh, Dragon Ball Z. Sure. Dragon Ball Z Extreme Butoden. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, I know that there was another Dragon Ball Z that came out that was that full 3D again. Yeah, and it was really popular. Yeah, and this one I played this too. It's I mean I was going that whole side of the that whole wall was basically the fighting games. Oh, okay. <laughs> Essentially, so it was one after the other after the other. Um Dragon Ball Z, this one has over a hundred characters from Dragon Ball Z. Holy um yeah. hundred characters come on. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> oh wait a second. I want Pangan. No, I'm Shu. No, I'm sorry, that was the three D S one. The extreme Butoden. Okay. Um, the other one? What was the one I was playing? Is it like a sequel to the one that came out for PS4? Because there, there was a Dragon Ball Z. Is it, was it like Xenoverse or something? Um, I don't remember. Maybe it was Naruto. I, I, I couldn't keep all these straight. Uh, there was a Naruto Shippuden Ultimate Ninja Storm. Okay. Uh, Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. Uh, so maybe it was, was it Naruto or was it Dragon Ball? I thought it was Dragon Ball. Fuck. I don't remember. I'll have to, I'll have to look at the pictures I took. My mind gets so blurry on all of those anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all these different anime ones. And if you're not, if you don't follow them, they all tend to blend together. I mean, yeah. I know what Dragon Ball Z looks like and I know I have an idea, rough idea of what Naruto is, but when you're playing all these different things back to back and you're not. 
up on them. It's it's hard right. to keep track of them. Especially when people start talking about characters. I'm like, hoo wah ha Yeah. 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 Um, but all the fighting games that were there, all those, um, they were really good. They look gorgeous. They're all on nice. the PS4. They were all playable on the PS4. Like, every single thing in there was basically a PS4 or a 3DS. Yeah. They had a little tiny table with, like, two 3DS games. The rest was all PS4 stuff, except for Dark Souls 3, which was running on a PC with an Xbox controller. It Xbox doesn't surprise One me controller. at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Dark Souls 3 looked good. It actually looked better to me than the other Dark Souls games. Um, or Demon, Dark Souls, Demon Souls, all those. Um, yeah. So they're doing a good job at at least making it look nice. And it was, I, I didn't get to play because there was, there was always somebody on that, but I watched a guy play it for a while and watched him battle some gigantic ghost skeleton monster thing that was just kicking his ass, which was funny to watch. <laughs> um, but that, that looks pretty good. That was also the one thing they were like, no photography, no video, no nothing over here. Really? They're like, everything else is fine. Don't even go near drag, uh, Dark Souls 3. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's their big... Really, out of all of them, I think that's probably their biggest one right now. Yeah. The one that's got the most... Uh, the most interest. Yeah, probably. It's That's a huge one. Um, and... I'll talk about that other part uh, after this, uh, when I get to the Hitman thing. Cool. Um, that, I believe that's everything I saw there? Yeah, that's everything I saw at Bandai. Um, they got a lot of really good looking games coming out for the PS4. Um, which is cool. And they're doing a lot more physical. Like with One Piece uh, and and Sword Art and all these other ones that you know they've been doing digital. And the person I was talking to was like, yeah, it, it, you never know. It's kind of hit or miss. Yeah. And the American branch is like, we want this, we want this, we want this. And it's just kind of, oh, okay, this is coming. Yay. Wait, physical? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's like they don't really have as much of a say over it as you would hope. Um, but we're getting more. So uh, apparently these are selling well enough that uh, they're putting more into it. So that's really good. Yeah, for a while there, Bamco didn't really have a lot of titles coming you know it was like i remember that one e3 we went to i think it was 20 might have been last year no because you went up there last year it was the year before yeah when it was the free soul caliber the free ridge racer the free to play one the free to play tekken and it was just i'm sitting there going this is it mm. Ugh, and they were terrible yeah they they've been doing really well and they and all these games uh, it's exciting. There's a lot of good games coming. Yeah, that's good. Um, so I played all those at home. Uh, I played I on the 360. I played Game Room. Remember that? Game Room. That was their virtual arcade. Yeah, yeah. That they had set up, and you could 
download arcade games and yeah. everything like and that. And you couldn't bring the arcade games in you already owned. Like when yeah. I bought Time Pilot, I had to rebuy Time Pilot. Exactly. Yeah. So I went in there and I was like, I wonder if this even still works. I wonder if they shut this whole thing down or what Ooh. happened with it. They better not take it down because I own a few games in there. Well, so I started it up and I thought, I've got a bunch of games in here. I remember playing a bunch of games and setting them up in my arcade and all that. Sure. I had three games. I didn't buy very many. I think I, I rebought Time Pilot because that's one of my favorite games ever. And this is the thing. I think maybe I only actually bought three games, yeah. but you could use like the virtual credits to play the other games. Yes, that's true. And I think that's what happened. I always said, well, I don't really want to buy it. Maybe I'll buy it at some point. Maybe I'll buy it at some point. And then they took the whole thing down and yeah. now you just have what you owned. Oh, really? So, so you can't buy any new ones? You, you can't. can't buy any new ones. They're Jesus all listed, Christ. and I try to buy it, and nothing happens. Like, it's just broken, <sighs> basically. Yeah. So, and this is the promise of digital people. Remember this. <laughs> um, yeah. So, the ones I have, I only played one of them. I, I have Yar's Revenge, because I had to. Yar's Revenge was in there? It was in there. They had a bunch of 2,600 games, yeah. Uh, the arcade version of Lunar Lander. Nice. Because that was another awesome one. And the arcade version of Super Cobra, which was... Oh. Yeah. Which was the nasty hard uh, sequel to Scramble. Yeah. Which was one of my favorite games of all time. Um, so that's the one I played. I was like, holy shit, I had Super Cobra. Awesome. And I played that for huh. a little while. Um, that's cool. So it was awesome. Uh, and on the Xbox One... Uh, they were having a sale last week. Really? Uh, like a huge sale. I think it's still going on. Like mm -hmm. a family game sale. Oh, uh, and something care. else. That's where you have to find it. And <clears throat> like a uh, Lego movie game was like four bucks. So I was like, fuck it. And I bought Don't it. Don't you already own that? Yeah. <laughs> well, why, why would you I buy know, it again? Because it was four bucks. So but I that makes it. no sense. See, you're, you're part of the problem. Yeah. You're I've part of the kids. problem. I've got kids. Yeah, but why would you ever let your kid use an Xbox One with that humongous controller? Because they might like it. No, his hands aren't big enough. He so he's, play he's stuck he with the Nintendo for the rest of his life? <laughs> that controller is bigger than a DualShock 4. What? No, I'm saying like the Wii or the NES or the SNES or any, uh, any other, any Nintendo console pre-Wii U where every controller they put out was built for hands of a 12-year-old. Okay. And you know I'm right. <laughs> I, I don't know where you're going with this, but when That's I said it was saying. the Xbox One controller and you just went to the Nintendo side, yeah, what did I well, miss? I don't know how I got there. I, I don't either. <laughs> I, no, <laughs> I, I said because it, I said that he's doomed to play Nintendo the rest of his life, is Why? what you're saying. PlayStation, the DualShock 4 is smaller. It's not that much smaller. He can't get his hands around that thing. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Just I, say yes and we'll move on. So I also grabbed Max, The Curse of Brotherhood. That was a free game with uh, Games for Gold. Yeah, that's back. how I got that. Yeah. Apparently. Um, so I was playing that because I was like, where are these? You know, I want to see these exclusives. I want to try one of these. I, you know, I have it. I never even booted it up. It's a good-looking game. That's cool. I mean, it looks like... You know, it doesn't look like a Pixar game. It looks like a uh, one of the DreamWorks titles. Okay. <laughs> you know, where the <laughs> Pixar is like... <clears throat> 
drop dead gorgeous. And the DreamWorks are like, yeah, let's quickly get this out. And yeah, it looks good. Pixar's but, dumber cousin. Yeah. 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 Um, so it looks really good. Uh, and I was excited for it when it started. Um, it's like a side scrolling platformer. Uh, and it seemed really cool until all of a sudden they added in this mechanic, which was in like one or two old games that I hated, uh, where you have, uh, this magic, uh, it's not the time paint thing. thing, No, you have this magic paint thing that you can destroy or grow things out of the landscape. So, yeah. So you're running along and you have to stop and then you have to grow this platform and then you run out of ink in it. And, you know, you can only do so many platforms before you run out of ink. So it's puzzly that way because you have to figure out how many and what levels to make them before you run out of ink. I'm going to delete that tonight. And then you destroy them. Well, I I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And I kept playing it because I was like, all right, I need to at least try this and see where it goes and it's not that bad it's 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 actually i got used to it and it's not terrible and it doesn't overuse it um and there's a lot more to it than that uh you get into some really really cool stuff it's just such a good looking game Mm -hmm. that i got wrapped up in it and i played it for a while but i mean if you Um, want a game that looks that good get ori in the blind forest it looks better yeah, but that's a full price right now that I don't want to pay. That's true, but it's and worth this, it. It's a this good was game. A free game, yeah. I'll I'll wait till that's a, a free game on Xbox Live or that it's on sale. <clears throat> yeah. Um because that's what I've done with every all these digital platforms now. I'm not buying any of these things full price. I'll buy them when well, we have the crazy sales on them yeah. or when they hit PlayStation Plus or games with gold, you know. Yeah. So I just can't I, because I rarely get to play them. And if I pay full price for them and then they sit there for three years and then I forget about them, what's the point, you know? Yeah. So um, so that's why I sat down. I was like, I need to play some of these games. I've got all these games on the <laughs> Xbox One. This is crazy. Well, I'm even worse. I just turned my Xbox One on to install Rare Replay and I never touched any of it mm. because... Once again, it had to download all the 360 games, and every time I checked it, it was still doing. I'm like, oh, God. Hmm. <laughs> so it's a it's a decent game. It's I'm annoyed with that mechanic, but I'm actually kind of okay with it, and I'm getting by and enjoying the game so far. So yeah. I will try to go back to it and and play deeper into it. Cool. Um, it's interesting. It's a side scrolling platformer. You know, it's a decent side-scrolling platformer. It just has that douchey mechanic every now and then. Sure. Um, and because I was doing so much back and forth to the city last week, mm. uh, I had the Vita out and was going nuts there. Uh, I played, well, with Mason, I played Lego Ninjago Shadow of Ronin. Uh, he wanted the ninjas, so we played a bunch wow. of that. Who doesn't want ninjas? Yeah. Uh, he always wants me in the hub. He always wants me to fly over the volcano, <laughs> which of course, then he had a nightmare about the first time we did it. He kept telling me, I want to see the volcano. I want to see the volcano and I'd fly over it. And then he had a nightmare about it that night. I'm like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> but he's fine with it now. He's like, yeah, he just wants to see it. And he thinks it's cool. Nice. Um, so we played a bunch of that. Uh, then when I was on the train, I played a ton of Lego Jurassic world. 
Okay. A ton oh, of, for the Vita? Yes, for the Vita. Okay. And a ton of MLB 15, the show. Um, mm. Lego Jurassic World, it's just like Lego Batman 3. Okay. It's, it's a shrunk-down version of the full game. Nice. So I'm thrilled with it. So it far. sounds like they've learned their lesson, maybe. Yes. Um, the thing is, because there were four movies <laughs> on the PS4, it's really shrunk down. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. So I blew through the first movie so quick. I was like, wow, that was it. But it said I'm only 13% of the way through the game. Hmm. So they're even finishing the four movies, you're only going to be maybe halfway through the game. There's a ton of other stuff to do. Sure. Um, but I haven't gotten to that yet. I just, I, I finished the first movie, uh, and then I messed around a little bit in their dinosaur creation stuff and these, these other things they have. Was it the, oh, the dinosaur paddock, uh, which is like the big one where you play as a dinosaur and you're running around doing stuff. Uh. <laughs> um, so I messed with that for a little bit, but I'm thrilled with it. It's, yeah, it's not the full game, but it's like a nice trimmed down version. It's just what I want on the Vita. Sure. I want that Lego experience that I want that the full Lego experience from the consoles just miniaturized and on the Vita and it's perfect. It's nice. It's, cool. It's great. So I'm enjoying that. Uh, and I did fire up Dungeon Travelers 2, the Royal Library, and the Monster Seal. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which, Thank God, it's got such a short title. Yeah. The the bubble for that on the Vita, <laughs> it's boobs. That's what? all it is. It's, it's boobs. It's a close-up of boobs it, in a very, should, very low-cut that top. Damn. That's all it is. <laughs> I'm a lonely man, Josh. <laughs> I, I saw it, and... Because it's PlayStation TV compatible, it's on there, and I bring oh, up like, like uh, whatever we're looking for. I pulled up Disney Infinity, and it's yeah. right next to it. It's just boom. And then Mason go, I'm hungry. <laughs> he didn't say anything about it. I don't think he noticed. And if he did, I was gonna say it's a butt. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'll probably tell him what it is, but it won't matter. Um. So I got, I didn't get too far into that and I don't think I got to a save point, but that's, I was on the train and I hit a point where I had to shut it off and yeah, it's a crazy game. I mean, the whole beginning of it was this, like all these cutscenes and everything and just all kinds of like, look at my ass up in the air with panties, like bunched up my crack and everything and yeah, it's one of those games. <laughs> it's crazy. Um, but interesting. So uh, I'm going to try to get more of that going on. And that's all I can talk about. All right. Anything else I have I can't talk about. <clears throat> right. All right. Uh, well, first up, uh, so I mentioned it last week at the end of the podcast. Uh, there was a like a three or four day event in Warframe. And we had all these codes to give away. I think I gave away five. Like, nobody cares about that game anymore in our community. Aww. Nobody cares. Like, I gave away a few. I grabbed one myself and went in and played for a while. Man, that game has just continued to upgrade and upgrade, though. It just looks so fantastic now. Uh, so I played some Warframe. Uh, it's still confusing, though. I, You know, if you don't play it all the time, you get in there and you're just... And it's kind of like Destiny, too. I, I'm still confused in Destiny. I play it all the time, but I used to. 
uh, I get in there and I'm like, what am, what am I supposed to do? Like, what, where's the event? Where, where, you know, where am I supposed to go? What, what's going on here? Uh, so I, I played it for a little while and then I just kind of said, okay, I'm done. <clears throat> uh, obviously a lot more Rocket League and guess what? It's finally happened, Josh. It's you finally got your happened. platinum? I got the platinum. Trophy or? Yeah, yeah. My second platinum. My first one on PS4. Yeah, well, you went for it. No, it, well, yeah, yeah. you did. Yeah, I did because... <laughs> you spent a day doing all well, no, kinds no, no, of but, side stuff. But the stuff. thing is... Uh, no, 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 no. You no, did. No, no, you, I, you I admitted it that I was... Ca- for it. No, I wasn't desperately trying yes, for it. No, I was not. Admit it. I, I, it was kind of like resistance, actually, where I got to this point where I'm like, holy shit, I only need like three more trophies or something. So I said, F it. You know, I've been talking about this game for so many months. I might as well try to be but the difference legitimate. Is, the difference is resistance. All you had to do was finish the game and you got the platinum. I no. played one online game no. and then you got the platinum. It wasn't even that because I already played online because we had they had set up a session for us. And me and Chris from PSN Stores had already played online. So that was taken care of. Uh, there was one that I needed... And it was like, you have to kill so many things. And I had almost all of them. So all I had to do was go in my save file because you could actually choose a level. So I went back to a level that I remembered that there were a lot of this type of enemy. Because that's the only trophy I needed by the time I was done with the game. <laughs> so I'm like, screw it. you know. So I went in and I think in five minutes I had it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, Rock, Rocket League, it got to the point where I, it, I kind of felt like because it was pimping it out so much, because it was hyping it so much, I should try to be a little more legit about it if it was a trophy that I could actually get and not have to put too much time into. And that's pretty much what it was. I mean, the, the one that I've been waiting on for so long was that, you know, you need 500 kilometers, whatever. And we were just randomly playing the other night, and boom, it popped. So I got it. But now there's some other trophies for the uh, – there's three new trophies for the, the arena that came out with the patch. Oh, and then no. I, you're going to have to get those. I have them. It was easy. <laughs> like I wasn't even trying for them. Uh, they just popped. I'm like, what? Was that the platinum that just popped? And I'm like, oh, there's new trophies. So there's three new ones with the arena, and then there I think there's like four or five with the new DLC, and they're all pretty easy. So I think I need one more still out of all of them, but who well, cares? you better get platinum. it, or it's going to say I don't no, care. but it's going to say a platinum, but like ninety-seven percent. No, uh, because it splits it off. So in the main Rocket League thing, I have one hundred percent, and then on the two below it. No, but if you just look at Rocket League on your screen, it's going to say like ninety-seven percent, and then no. when you go into it, yeah, it does. It doesn't do that. It does, and then when you click on Rocket League to see it, then it shows you all broken down, hundred percent and blah blah. I, I just don't you. care. I don't care. It does. You will. I, fine. It's I don't gonna care. Drive you nuts. I no, it won't. <laughs> I, I got my platinum. I'm fine. Yeah, you'll get the other trophies. <clears throat> I, 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 no, the thing is, they're all easy trophies, so I'm just going to get them from playing. See, you'll get them. Maybe, but I'm not going to try for them. I mean, I'm not. We'll see. I don't care. <laughs> I think the only one I need is on the, and it's gonna, it's the toughest one, is on the um, arena. I have to get an aerial goal, and I'm terrible at flying. So, yeah. Uh, but it, it, the game's still awesome. I love it. Uh, I just get, I, I get all pissy like every now and then because. So I love it. Because it's exactly what's happening with the game <clears throat> is exactly what I wanted to always happen with Rocket Cars. And that is the social stuff is built in well enough on the PS4 now that, but at the same time, it's creepy. So we'll get into a game like me and whoever, me and Johnny's a boy. And we'll be in Rocket League for 
maybe one match, which takes five minutes, give or take. Within that period, our party fills up, and everybody's in the game ready to go. And it's just creepy to me. Like, how does everybody know that we're in there at that time? Because you have like 700 people on your friends list but, but, and somebody's on there playing and it pops up and shows. and No, but they're not. Uh, I don't know. It's just weird. So, But it, but it's cool. I mean, we get full games where there's literally there's always someone to play with. Uh, yesterday I was doing a lot of writing, so I was just kind of in in the morning to play it just to wake up and everybody was sending me invites. I'm like, nah, I don't want to get into this thing because then all of a sudden, I'm, like three hours later, I'm still playing Rocket League, you know? So, because like... Um, Bergen UK was inviting me and I think Johnny invited me like four times yesterday and I mean it, there was this huge list of people inviting me into the games which is fine I but the thing is I have my notifications turned off so I didn't see most of them I'd hear my iPad mini go off because I had the audio uh, off of my phone on my uh, tablet too um, but I mean it's great because there's always someone to play with and that's exactly what I wanted out of the first game and it's very cool that this is now happening so it, it, it's great it's it, you know it's just it's just weird that everybody just knows all of a sudden. You're like, what the fuck? Like, it's almost like they set up a Google alert or something. Like, Glenn's in Rocket League. Let's go. So I don't know. It's weird. Um, <clears throat> then I kind of went back. I was going through some games that I knew I wanted to play. I th- either got them from Plus or whatever else. And one of them was, uh, pub- I think it was published by 17-Bit. It's called Skulls of the Shogun. So really cool art style and you play the samurai that dies and you go to like heaven but you have to wait in line for heaven or whatever you know the japanese equivalent and but you're a general and and you expect all this loyalty and you expect you know some some uh some honor and everything else and uh all these all these samurai skulls got because everybody's dead they're up in heaven and you end up getting in in this big fight and and you're basically going to try to get your way to to the front of the line but what pushed me away from it is I realized, oh shit, it's it's turn-based. But it's not like traditional hexagonal turn-based, like you move and you do this. and you. So I did a couple, I, I played for about half an hour, and it's a really neat game. It's beautiful. But it's so not my type of game, so I stopped playing. But it was neat. It's just not something I want to play. <sighs> then today, uh, I streamed at lunchtime, I streamed uh, the new game coming out tomorrow, uh, Pure Hold'em. So this is from the same folks at Ripstone that do like pure chess and, and pure pool. Uh, and I got to stream this a few months ago. We had a really early build of it a few months ago and, and uh, streamed it today. And I mean, it, it, I had a great time with it. And it was cool because – so I didn't know if anybody was online yet because the codes for the U.S. just came out today for review. Uh, they were available for Europe though. I think it was Friday. So I was hoping maybe I would catch some Europeans on. Well, I caught one European – Chaz. <laughs> Somehow Chaz got a code. So Chaz is on play. I didn't even notice he was there because it was weird. Like I could see on his little icon thing that he was talking, but I couldn't hear him. So I don't know what was – maybe it was because I was uh, streaming or whatnot or he was in a party maybe. But we're playing and I wiped him out twice. <laughs> Just wiped him out. <laughs> but uh, it's cool because you get into a nine-line match and if you don't have um, – all human players, I mean, obviously right now it's early, so there weren't a lot of people online, uh, it just puts AI characters in. And one thing I noticed, even back with that early build, is that every AI character has their own personality. So some of them, you kind of know. If they're in a, in a hand right away, they've got something in their hand. They've, they've got a pair or whatever. 
there's another guy that might try to try to bully you a lot. You know, there's another maybe a woman that plays very timidly and only really goes on good hands, that sort of thing. So they all have their own personalities. And it's fun because you can kind of learn the personalities. They pop up on tables, you know, not just once, but they'll pop up again if you need an AI character. Uh, but it's neat. It, it, it's only hold them, obviously. But uh, there's online play. There's offline play against bots and that sort of thing. I don't know if you can do, like, multiple people. I doubt it, uh, you know, locally. But then <clears throat> you can set up – there's, there's, like, tournaments. But you can also set up a private match with eight people. Like, actually, to set up a private one, invite everybody in and play. Uh, the pace is really good. It's one of the better for pace that I've played. Uh, but the other cool thing is, and they started doing this with pure pool is they have a really diverse soundtrack. Uh, so the, and they have different genres. So they have like blues and they have jazz and, and all these different genres. So you can actually set it up to only do like one genre or you can like have a whole mix or, or you know, obviously you can put a USB drive in and play your own music or whatnot. But it's it's really cool how they've done it. Very similar style to Pure Pool. Uh, that that great kind of depth of field look, and <clears throat> you can control things really well. Uh, you can pull the camera back. You can push it forward. Damon was saying that he was getting annoyed that the camera was following, you know, everybody that was betting around around the horn, and you could actually pull it back and just look at your cards or whatnot. <clears throat> so there's a lot of options, and it. it's really neat. Uh, it's 20 bucks in the U.S. Uh, I think it's 20 euro and 15 pounds. I think that's what it is. Um, but obviously, cross region play works because I was playing against Chad or Chaz, and he's over in Europe. So, really looking forward to this one. I, when I was playing the the early build, you know, it was getting frustrating because I was just playing AI, and I really do want to play this with uh, with real people. So. Uh, so far, so good. It was a blast. I played for an hour. You can check out YouTube. Uh, the replay is up there right now. And uh, I'm happy. There's a there's a good poker game on the PS4 now, so I'm, I'm looking forward to playing this. Uh, and then uh, I wanted to finish it, but my damn save file didn't upload automatically like it was supposed to. Uh, but I played a pretty good chunk of Everybody, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture last week. Oh. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, then I get a message from Stuart like a couple days later. Don't waste your time on this piece of shit. <laughs> Just going off. <laughs> I need to play that and Commander Cherry's puzzle. Isn't that a camera journey. game? Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't need to play that. Because I have both of those. Those were... Well, we got two codes for that. Oh, did we? The developer, yeah, they sent a second code, and I was like, "Well, all right." Uh, Who they send that to? Looks crazy to me. They sent both to me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Kyle's doing a written review for the Commander Cherry thing. But ah, okay. I, I'm going to try it out and see. Yeah, so everybody's gone. The Rapture is interesting. It's it's uh, and you know, I read Keith's review, and it's obviously spoiler free as well. But it's it's a very different experience. It's not a traditional game. You know, it's it's. In my opinion, so far, it's more like an interactive novel or an interactive kind of mystery to a certain extent. Uh, you don't pick anything up. You don't really you don't talk to anybody. Uh, you're basically just interacting with things, and, and you're all alone. Uh, so it's, it's pretty interesting. I, <clears throat> From what it sounds like, I'm over halfway through it. Uh, like I said, I wanted to finish it here on my big TV, but I thought I uploaded the save file, but obviously not because I'm an idiot. Um but it's interesting. It's beautiful. Wow. It is. It's a stunningly beautiful game. Uh, amazing soundtrack that's available separately. I might actually pick that up. Uh, I actually got goosebumps from it a couple times, which was, was odd. 
because uh, I, I was afraid that I was get I would get bored with this and just stop playing it. But now I'm at that point where I want to see what the hell is going on, you know. Mm. So I want to keep playing it. <clears throat> but it was funny to get that message from Stuart. He was just like, "Stay away from this game." I'm like, I actually kind of like it, and he never responded to me. I think I I think he doesn't like me anymore because I like that game. <laughs> uh, next up, this just popped up on the PSN of nowhere uh, for two bucks. Uh, Kung Fury Street Rage. So this is a game that came out. So the movie I talked about the movie a few weeks ago it was this crowdfunded movie that's just batshit insane that I watched over at uh, Mark's house a few weeks ago with Nico and, and with Jesse. Uh, and it's just like, it's that video that came out with, um, David Hasselhoff in the video. And it's just all these eighties memes and, uh, like you're fighting Nazis and all kinds of crazy shit. It was a really fun movie and and you can watch it on YouTube and all that. Um, so at some point this game came out, I don't know if it came out to just help, uh, promote the game or if it was like, you know, trying to raise money for it or for the movie or whatever, whatever. But all it is is like this really simple side view brawler. And you only have two buttons, and it's left on the D-pad and right on the D-pad. That's all you do. And you just basically try to hit all the enemies without losing a life, and a game lasts about two minutes. So real simple, two bucks, but it, it's kind of cool, actually. There's a lot of stuff from the movie in it, and um, I don't know. It's a little bit of fun. <laughs> I'd li- I would rather have had it on the Vita, honestly. I think that would have been perfect. <clears throat> uh, and then a game that I liked, but I, for some reason, haven't really gone back to. Uh, so it's a shmup that uh, came out for PC. They brought it to PS4. And it's pretty interesting. It's called Jamestown Plus. So the unique part about this game is that you can actually play it up to four players at once. Obviously, I have no gaming friends, so I had to play it alone. Uh, Vertical Shmup takes place like in the Revolutionary War, but it's a shmup. It's like the people have like these rocket sleds and shit. It's so weird. And there's a story, but I haven't really paid attention to it. Isn't this? Didn't Kyle review this? I think so. Yeah, yeah. But I've had it for a long time, and I played it, and I liked it. But then I stopped playing it, and I went back to it because I mean there are. I'm not a shmup uh, aficionado. I mean, I play a lot of them, but I'm not like the shmup nerd or the, you know, uh, I don't don't get all like, oh, this should be one shade uh, brighter for the the bullets and stuff like that. But it's a weird game. I mean, there's some really weird stuff, but at the same time, they they really pull from a lot of very popular games out there. Great animation, really good graphics – and again, an amazing soundtrack. I can't believe that this little indie title has this soundtrack. It's fantastic. Uh, really fun to play. Again, like I said, it's a four-player if you can do it, and I can't. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm missing something from it. But the cool thing is you get enough coins, and you can actually unlock basically kind of a rush mode that um, doesn't require you to uh, go through all the story stuff. You can just rush through the game. So I opened that up as well, played that all the way through to the end, and, and uh, it rates you and everything else. But it's a neat game. Uh, if you're into shmups at all, give it a try. I mean, it's it's one of the better shmups out there. Uh, and then, so <clears throat> we, Josh and I, know some PR people that work like for third party companies that cover a lot of different stuff, not just PlayStation, but other stuff. So this one of them emailed me the other day or a couple weeks ago. He's telling me about this device that works with iPad Mini. I happen to have an iPad Mini, surprisingly. And I said, you know, obviously we cover PlayStation, but this is really interesting to me. So he sent it to me. And I'm probably going to post a review for it 
on the on the site because I think this thing is it's pretty damn cool. So what it is, it's called Game Vice. So what it is, and it's only made for iPad Mini right now. They're going to make one, I think, for the iPhone six, and I think they're going to make one for the maybe the regular iPad. I'm not sure what what the devices are, but what it is, it's basically a game controller <clears throat> that's cut in half. And it's held together by two rubber kind of pads. And you put the iPad mini sideways or landscape in between these two sections. And it plugs right into the iPad mini. And it's a game controller. Oh. And there's a ton, I think over 300 games, I think, supported already because it's a kind of a standard that they set up on the on iOS a while back for game controllers. Well, then I need to see this when it's on the iPad and on the iPhone 6 because, fuck, that's the only reason I don't play these dumb games is because I hate using the screen. Exactly. That's That's the same thing with me. So it's really neat because also you don't have to install any software for it. You plug it in, and there is a piece of software that it'll say you need the – you want to grab this from the store if you want to. And all it does is it basically shows you a compatibility list. So you can go in on the iPad and say, oh, all these games work with it, and they're confirmed to work with it. You can pick it, and it takes you over to the store. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's the only software you have. You don't have to do it. You can go to their website. It's live.gamevice.com, I think it is. And same thing. Uh, it's just a big list of, of compatible games and everything else. <clears throat> but you don't have to install any software for it to work. You don't have to map mm-hmm. anything, nothing. And it's basically awesome. Yeah. So the sticks are pretty good. They obviously don't press in like an R3, L3, but pretty good sticks. The buttons are A, B, X, Y, like on the Xbox. Of course, I put a picture up and it was like, oh, why does it have that? Okay, stop. Um, But it's cool. It's got two triggers on each side. So it's got an R1, R2, L1, R2, or L1, L2. Four buttons. Start, select. Two sticks. But it's weird because you're holding... It's bigger than a Wii U gamepad, you know, mm-hmm. even for the iPad mini. So you just have to get used to holding this big wide thing, you know, but it works. Yeah. I threw, there were some free games that I threw on. There was one that was kind of a remake of Asteroids that worked really well. Uh, I threw Asphalt 8 on, even though it's Game Loft and blah, blah, blah. But it controlled the game great. It picked it right up. It knew exactly when I had the controller. I mean, it popped right up in the list. Hmm. So. I don't know what the price is right now. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm telling you, man, like if you have an iPad mini uh, and you want to do gaming on the iPad mini, this is the way to go. It's not a Bluetooth device. It's not some kind of separate thing like that uh, Moga one I had for the for Android. It literally just sits in the middle of this thing and works. It's, it's really cool. That's cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not going to take it with me to PAX, but, um, cause I'll just play my Vita on the, on the plane, but, uh, it, it's impressive. So, and the iPad Mini actually does pretty good with games. The big problem that I was having was finding games that I gave a shit about because, I mean, a lot of them that I gave a shit about are also on the Vita already. <laughs> so, mm. I'm like, well, all right, I'll grab it just to try it out. There's a Bioshock game that I still need to download. Uh, the PR guy said that actually works really well with it. Uh, uh, Counter Spy, which, again, I don't need Counter Spy because I have it on. PS4, PS3, and Vita already. But but it's all... To try it out, I'll definitely try it. Yeah, it's cool. So, I mean, I've seen some other controllers out there, but when he sent me the email, I'm like, wow, this looks really neat. And so far, it's lived up to everything that I expected from it. 
surprisingly. Hmm. So very impressed. It even has a power button right on it because when you plug everything in, it's got a little indentation so you can get to that, you know, the home button. But the power button obviously is on top of the iPad mini, so you're covering it up. So it has a button on the on the face of the controller on the left side to to power off. Oh, that's cool. And you can still use it as an iPad Mini even with that controller on it. You just use it in landscape or whatever, but it works fine. And I think you can charge your iPad when you're charging the, the gamepad. But it doesn't use a Thunderbolt charger. It uses a regular micro USB like the PS4 controllers. So that's kind of weird. I thought maybe it would have a Thunderbolt con- uh, connection on it, but I think you can do that because you actually you have to charge the controller. But the battery life's been great. I haven't had any problems with it at all. So yeah, it, it, so like I said, so far so good. There's a lot of things. I know we're PlayStation and everything, but it's a neat device. And if you have an iPad Mini right now, you might want to look at it. So I'm gonna play with it more hopefully this week. And uh, I think I want to I want to post a review. Obviously, we're a PlayStation site, but no, post it. Yeah, I, I really we're doing movies and TV shows. I know, and stuff. I know, but uh, but I, it's, it's that whole thing that we've always said: we're gamers. Yes, I mean we never really posted games for other stuff, but this is hardware, and I think it's this hardware. is uh, something people need to know about. Hardware counts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, we do. We veer off into everything at this oh, I know. point. Well, it's yes, not like we're ever. I am going to draw the line, Josh. I'm going to I'm going to use my veto power and draw the line. We're not going to post reviews for Wii U or Xbox One games no. on, the, on the site. No, there's but no this reason is for that. Yeah, yeah. So check it out. I think it says GameVice.com. I posted on Twitter the other day about it, but uh, really impressive. So we'll get you the full full report hopefully next week. And then watched. So I'm halfway through Quark. Huh. It's so funny because <laughs> they actually changed the cast a little bit from the pilot to the to the second episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but holy crap! Like some some names you would recognize show up in the show. Uh, the guy I, I from, I'm forgetting his name right now, but in Buck Rogers, uh, he was one of the villains in Buck Rogers, and I mean, it's good, man. I'm laughing my ass off at this show. There's some great stuff. It kind of sucks. I only want to add episodes. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and then uh, working on Blue Blood season five. That's what I was watching yesterday. It wasn't when I was writing. I really like that show. So, uh, and then I walked down the street because one of the things I love about where I live at my I'm actually at home this weekend. By the way, thank gosh. Uh, walked down to see the Man from Uncle. It's fantastic. It's everything that I would want from a Cold War spy movie. It's so well-written. It's so well-directed. Guy Ritchie, who I adore, even though rock and roll suck balls. But I adore Guy Ritchie. This is the first movie he's done since 2011 when he did the second Sherlock Holmes. Uh, It's a great, great movie. It really is. So don't let Straight Outta Compton overshadow this movie because it's worth going to see. If you like spy films. Even Hugh Grant is great in this movie. Hugh freaking Grant. <laughs> he doesn't even do his little, you know, his little... He's actually really good in this movie. So, go check it out. And then uh, today, because I've had this for a while. So, we talked about it before, too, because uh, I had a bootleg of this for years from an old comic convention back in the 90s. Um, I watched the Roger Corman 1994 oh, no. Fantastic Four. Oh. You know what's funny? <clears throat> watching it now 
for the small budget they had and for the fact that they weren't even going to release this movie ever, they just did it to keep the, li- the license for it, there's a lot to like in it. Like, number one, they had some decent actors. <laughs> like, well, you know, somebody at the Hitman premiere, and I can't remember if it was Antoine from uh, Gamer Fit Nation. Mm. No, because he wasn't there at what? The, He's at everything. No, he had seen it. Apparently, they did multiple screenings because uh, he, he had seen it earlier in the week. <laughs> he had seen it, and it's funny because it was it was the three of us. It was me, hip hop gamer, and him. Like okay. all, we we were at all the events at the exact same time. Those are at everything. <laughs> um, but uh, he wasn't at our screening of Hitman. Um, okay, but somebody. And I don't remember if it was him. I think it was him. Knows the guy that played the thing. Oh, really? Like his good friends with him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) For some odd reason. He's actually one of the more recognizable people out of that whole cast. Yeah. Uh, Because he's a big kind of goon guy. And he's got a bald head now and everything. And I looked him up on IMDb and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, I've seen this guy before. But it's funny because they did a pretty decent job with even the, the script. It wasn't bad. I mean, I'm not saying that I, whenever I say this kind of shit, everybody thinks that I'm just like rooting for this movie or something. It's not that it, it's cheesy. It's low budget. It's cheesy. It's Roger Corman producing it. Uh, it's a music video guy directing it, which is kind of funny for later on. Um, but like the, even the effects for 94, they aren't bad. Like, the Human Torch, they actually animated a Human Torch. And it looked good. Um, but, like I said, there's cheesy moments, there's all this... It, 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 but it's not bad at all. Like, I wouldn't, like, say, oh, I'm going to watch it all the time, I'm going to buy this on Blu-ray. No, but it's, I've seen way worse. And actually, it's funny because on Rotten Tomatoes, it's rated higher than, like, I can't remember how many other movies from that year. Oh, I thought you were going to say higher than the most recent Fantastic well, Four movie. you know what's funny? I wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> I really wouldn't I keep know. Hearing. Because the thing is, the cast didn't know that the movie was never going to come out. So the cast actually tried. Yeah. And uh, the guy that plays uh, Victor Doom is the son of... Um, Shit, I can't remember his name now. But he's the son of a really famous actor. Robert Culp. Robert Culp, there we go. Holy crap. Yeah. And he does stuff to this day. All the actors are working. And it's funny because um, the guy that plays the Human Torch was Bug in Uncle Buck. Hmm. The boyfriend with the shitty hair and everything. Mm -hmm. That one freaked me out the most. I'm like, that's where I've seen this guy from. So... It's up. It's funny because um, Avi. Well, there were all these stories going around about it. Uh, Stanley talked about it to Kevin Smith, and he was the one that basically said, "Well, yeah, it was made so that uh, uh, this production company wouldn't lose the license to it because they bought it really cheap." Uh, the reports are that he got the rights to do the movie for like two hundred fifty grand. Like that's how bad things were back then. Hmm. Um, so they made the movie so they wouldn't lose the rights, and then. Years later, they talked to Avi Arad from Marvel, and he finally said, I bought this movie for $2 million off of them, and I ordered it to be burned. I ordered all the prints to be burned. But somehow it still leaked out and everything. 
So that's what I watched today. I watched a bootleg online. I mean, it ran at 480p. It was shitty. But I'm telling you, like, there were some good... There were some good parts of it. So, and it is funny. I was joking about that on Twitter. I'm like, yeah, actually, this is kind of better than the first one. Then, of course, oh. everybody came back with, oh, come on, Jessica Alba. I'm like, Rebecca, stop, dude. Actually, Ben Grimm and The Thing are two different actors. Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah the guy they put in the suit was different. Yeah. That's right. And I think it was the guy in the suit was the one that whoever I was talking to knows. He plays a big goon now. Like, anytime they need a big, strong goon, that's that's him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But, I mean, it's... Uh, Daily Motion's got it right now. I don't know how long they're going to have it before somebody, before somebody like orders them to take it down. But give it a watch. Give it a chance. Don't just because everybody on Twitter is like, oh, I can't believe this. And I'm like, have you ever seen it? No. Well, give it a chance. If nothing else, it's history that you're watching. I mean, it's it's really this this kind of Marvel anomaly from the bad times at Marvel where they were pretty much doing anything to get any money off anybody. And it's just, it's a fascinating story. So it was worth watching. I have no problem with it. I've sat through way worse. I've sat through way worse. So, yeah. Anyway, that's it for me. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we have four items left after the break. Let's see how long those take us. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, the Hitman thing is going to be long because it's not just a review of the movie. It's talking about the hands-off look at the upcoming game. Ah, is that uh, that remake game or whatever? Or no, is it a new game? it's a new game. Oh, that new game. Yeah, yes. when they broke that uh, trailer out on us. Yes. That was a PSX, and, wasn't it? And they showed us, uh, I think it was a PSX, yeah. but they showed us before the movie started, the only trailer they showed was like a five-minute long trailer for the game, oh, <laughs> which man. was awesome. Nice. <laughs> um, and I played the iPad Hitman Go. Ooh. Which was actually really fun. You know what would have made it better? The Game Vice. <laughs> no, because this is made to be... This is... It's it's like chess, almost. It's not uh, like chess, okay. but it's it's like touch the screen and move your character. <laughs> sure. And a new Lara Croft game that's coming that's based off the same kind of mechanic. Ah, uh, okay. Which cool. looks awesome. Um, nice. So I'll talk about... I, there's a lot to talk about there. And there were basically two... Thing before the movie, the director and the three main actors came out and talked for about ten minutes. The next morning, the director and the three main actors were at a press conference for the press in this hotel, and they did like a ten or fifteen minute thing. Ah, uh. I'm I'm considering. Putting that video, I, I shot video of it on my camera because I was just like, I didn't know this was going to happen that we could do this, and I just had my camera there. So, sure. Um, so, of course, it stopped, and I just started again. It stopped, and I just started again because it only runs for, you know, so many minutes. Oh, um, your, your Canon camera? Canon camera. Yeah. yeah, that's why those older ones, they'll only let you record for 12 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I'm. I'm trying to decide whether to put it up or not because that whole thing started with a guy asking a really weird, awkward question. <laughs> that Who here has syphilis? Um, just about. I mean, it had everybody in the place. Like, there was nervous laughter at first, and yeah. then it turned into like everybody saying, What the fuck? And 
like he asked the question and nobody knew how to answer it and <clears throat> Zachary it was aimed at Zachary Quinto and he okay. was like oh. he, he tried to halfway answer it and he was like this is I don't know I I have no answer for that <laughs> and then they go on to somebody else and as there's other persons asking the question he comes back to him he goes no I just I'm sorry I can't get past this who do you write for <laughs> And he's like, why would you ask that question? And then the guy went into it again and then made it even worse. Oh and everybody was God. like, what the fuck? And I, have, I have a feeling I know where, where the question was going to. Yeah. And he got it to a point where Zachary was like, okay, well, then you should have worded it something like that. But yeah. wording it like the way you did, it just – that was offensive and it was terrible. And oh I just – I can't even believe you would – just think first before you word your questions next time. It was really weird. It, well, and, I mean, I'm sure that guy was new media, so. <laughs> no, he was from a uh, Boston newspaper. Are a you major shitting Boston me? newspaper, yes. Oh, my he was. God. He was actually from a major, which we were all like, what the f-? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was really bizarre. But he was chomping at the bit to get his question out. He was, it was very important to him. And he had to get his question out. And even he was, pr- he was probably on the train typing it out and like, oh, I'm totally going to ask this. This is going to be, he's telling all his friends. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Like, even after it was obvious that people were turning against him, he kept yeah. trying to justify it and explain himself. <sighs> and it was, I mean, I, I just digging his grave deeper and deeper yeah. and deeper. So yeah. I don't, it, I mean, that just kind of threw the whole thing off. And well, I'm come on, just, Josh. He's from Boston. What do you expect? Hi-oh. I'm trying to decide whether to put the video up at all because it was just weird because of that. But yeah. I might put it up anyway. I don't know. It was just really weird. It was That's messed odd. up. Now everybody's going to want to know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I probably should put it up. And we were talking about it. We're like, damn, I should put that up. We should put that up on YouTube right now and get like a million hits. There you because, go. Oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy. Damn you, Josh. Well, I have it. Because I had it gone viral. Look at this idiot from Boston. Or from uh, the Boston Globe or whatever. That's. I should just cut it down to that part and see? do that and do nothing else. I <laughs> see all this stuff on TV all the time now where somebody films somebody there with their phone talking about something. Yep, and screwing up. Yeah. So offensive. And yeah. See? But that's the thing. I don't. You could be that know. guy. It was weird. Trending now. And I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a tough thing. It's just something you you don't want to. I mean, Zachary didn't come off bad. He came off really good, and he was rightfully annoyed by everybody. Was everybody was like, "What the?" I mean, you should see Hannah Ware. She's the girl in it you should yeah. see her face at one point her face contorts into like a what the fuck okay it's, even it's if you don't upload this to the public thing. i need to see this now okay it's funny <laughs> I mean, her just, face alone just makes it like <laughs> you're like wow oh my gosh yeah everybody was baffled by the whole thing and amazing. yeah it was weird it was really strange it was <sighs> uncalled for it made no sense i mean when he kind of explained what he was trying to say, yeah. it sort of made sense in a way. If he had asked it that way, it would have been better. But he just dug himself into such a thing and made it worse and worse. It, I don't think there was any coming back from that. It was ridiculous. Wow. So, All right. And with that. And you'll never see it, people. <laughs> yep. Let's, let's take our break so I can get a, a, a refill my beverage. Cold, cold beverage. Um, when we come back, yeah. we'll talk about Rookie Blue Season 5, Volume 1, Episode 4 and 5 on DVD and maybe video disc. And uh, we'll talk about Hitman Agent 47 and 
the new game. Yeah. And uh, maybe an email or two, and we'll get the hell out of here. We'll and another back. place I went between what? right after Namco. Jesus Christ, man! No, it wasn't. It wasn't game related. But that's a uh-huh. you know, it was one of those. I figured I'd slip it in before Hitman because it's it's cool. It's not game related, but it's really freaking cool. All right. Well, we'll find out what that mystery place is after the break. Okay. Well, things are getting a lot easier for me because all the stuff I see on here, except for the email, I guess, is uh, all Josh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Let's start with uh, Rookie Blue. This will be short um, because I already just about reviewed it last time. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> um, so like I said before, <laughs> it's uh, I, I, I learned a little bit more about it, actually. Um so it started, this is the fifth season, obviously. They're not rookies anymore, but that was the whole point of it. Uh, in, in some of the bonus stuff, there are, there are only two little bonus things. Uh, Life is not a fairy tale featurette and webisodes, which runs about a half hour total. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, you were saying that like <clears throat> each one's like three minutes long or something? Roughly, yeah. They're, uh, they're kind of a throwaway. Uh, you watch I, it all in one shot. I freaking hate those on DVDs, though, because you spend more time selecting it and starting well, it. No, no, no. To this, load. No, that was <clears throat> Hell on Wheels had like a lot of little short things. This is a web The webisodes, it's, <clears throat> it's all the webisodes they did. Okay. Um, but it, they just put it in one big chunk, one big half hour oh, chunk, and you just okay. sit and watch it all at once. Um, the thing with it that threw me off, I watched the whole season or the whole, and, and it's volume one of the season because it's one of those things where they showed this many episodes and then they went on hiatus for like six months and sure. then they'll show the next chunk of the season. Sure. Uh, so they put out the DVD. Um, the thing with the webisodes is I can't for the life of me figure out where they're supposed to fall within the timeline. They seem to be somewhere near the end of the season, but not after the end of the season. It's confusing. Hmm. So I don't know when they showed up on the web or what they are. I didn't look too much into it. I just figured... It would be like Galactica and all those in their webisodes where after the season, here's a chunk, you know, to bridge into the next part or the next season or whatever. Sure. I was just confused. (laughs) I was completely (laughs) confused. 
And it was just a lot of two characters at a time. It was all stakeouts. It was two characters at a time, either sitting in a room, sitting in a car, uh, sitting, you know, somewhere on a, sitting in a van, somewhere in a stakeout, just talking, just more character development. But it's, it's always that crap too. Like I was, I was talking to rock about this the other day where if it's a new show coming up or if it's a show that they're trying to push and, they always have the cast out there, and they're always acting like, oh, I just love working with this person. It's the same contrite bullshit every time. Yeah. Like, oh, we're such a great team, and we, like, finish each other's sentences. It's the same shit. It's it's like uh, after somebody hits a home run and somebody walks up to us, oh, how do you feel about that home run? How do you think they feel? It's that same shit. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. I'll uh, get off but- my soapbox now. I mean, this one was just, you know, it's supposed to be, it's supposed to fit into the show somewhere, but I just can't figure out where. Sure. Probably because um, it doesn't. Yeah. The featurette, uh, it's pretty short. It's like five minutes. Um, and it at least explained, you know, we're five seasons in now. We're hitting the fifth season. They're no longer rookies. Um, I would hope not. Unless each, uh, each season is one week. Well, no, and they're growing to a point. Well, somebody had tweeted me um, about it and said it was like a replacement summer show on yeah. ABC or something like that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, so, uh, yeah, the featurette, they say, you know, they're they're growing to the point where they're bringing on, they're grooming the next rookies that come in. And that was a big thing. Uh, in this season is this guy comes in, he's the son of like the commissioner of course, or the chief of police, one of these guys. And the guy is just a complete fuck up. <laughs> like at one point, uh, the girls, she's like, I'll, I'll, I'll be his, his, you know, training officer. I'll take over. And they're like, are you sure? Are you sure yeah. you're ready for this? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it'll be fine. And the guy is such a fuck up that she's, it, like everything gets screwed up. Sure. Um, but at one point she's in a house with a like seven year old girl and a drug dealer is in the house, just came into the house looking for her or seven year old girl or boy. I can I think it was a boy, seven year old boy, because he said something about seeing the drug dealer leaving the scene of this guy that was killed. Okay. So he was coming to kill him. Or threaten him or kill him. Okay. Uh, and she happened to be there when he showed up and her rookie is out in the car and she's on her radio. Get over here. I need backup. I need, I need you in here. He's in the house. And the guy is sitting in the car freaking out and he turns off his radio. Mm-hmm. And then when she, like after it's all over and she gets out there, she yells at him and he's like, my battery died. And she grabs it from him and turns it on. And she yells at him because the radio, the battery didn't die. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but of course, because she was um, trying to give him the benefit of the doubt and everything, all of her reports were saying, you know, satisfactory. Satisfactory until she got to that point. She's like, no, this guy's a fuck up. He's got to go. Yeah. <laughs> But so, he's the chief's son. Well, then he comes back and fights it, and it becomes uh, a big thing. Yeah. The mayor's on my ass! <clears throat> so that's a big thing with the season. Um, this rookie, and 
one of the cops getting promoted to sergeant, doesn't want to be sergeant, but he has to be, and he's actually a good sergeant, and there's the undercover stuff going on. There's, It's it's actually a decent show. Yeah. Uh, I got into it more as, as it went along, and when I got to the end of it, I'm like, damn, now I kind of want to go back and see the Yeah, seasons. I mean, the episode I saw, I had no problem with at all. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm not usually one to watch cop shows, but I've really gotten into Blue Bloods for some reason, but I'm really hooked on that show. Maybe it's because Donnie Wahlberg is so dreamy um, and so smart to be marrying Jen <coughs> McCarthy. Um, but well, I mean, what I saw of that show, I, I thought it was good. It was, but it was just one episode. Yeah, it it is. It's actually a pretty decent show. Um, I mean, it's Toronto crime, so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it, there's pretty. Hey, did you throw crime. that wrapper on the, on the floor? <laughs> you might want to pick that up, eh? There's actually pretty violent crime in there, uh, and it turns into a whole thing at the end of the season, a whole, like, bombing, and 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 that's not spoiling anything, but that's that's what sets off this whole chain of events at the sure. end of the season. Um, so it's actually, it's it's a pretty good show. Um, the first episode, I was, I was rolling my eyes at some of the writing and everything, yeah. but... After that, it kind of smoothed out a bit because that was trying to tie up everything that happened in the cliffhanger from season four. Right. Um, and I was also lost from that. So I didn't know who was who and what was going on. And it seemed really bad with the writing and everything. But once I got deeper into it, it's it's actually pretty good. Mm. Um, and the, the writing's good. The acting is good. Um, the characters seem pretty well developed at this point. I would hope so after five seasons. Yeah. Um, but just watching this one season or half a season of it, I I got in and I understood it. Sure. Know, by the end, I, I got to understand the relationships and what's going on there. Um. So yeah, I mean it's eleven episodes, uh, and those two little bonus features, which is not a whole lot. Um, it is only on DVD. So there's not even a Blu-ray available. Not that I'm aware. of. No, they, 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 a lot of companies have been doing that recently. That um, still makes no sense. But. I know. I've noticed because DVD is dirt cheap. And <clears throat> That's I, true. And it's just for, for a show that probably is not going to do a big volume of business uh, on DVD well, or Blu-ray. But it's made it to five seasons. You think you know there might be some. Yeah. There's a but, lot of shows that don't make it that far. Yeah, it's made it to five seasons, but it's like a summer title, you know? It's, yeah, it's but not a lot like of those huge... still get yanked. I mean, it's, it's yeah. a cutthroat business out there. I mean, so. again, you know, I bring up Longmire. Longmire was doing great, and A&E still canceled it because it wasn't their, to their target demographic. It's so weird. The, the, the whole industry's fucked up. Hang on, I'm going to double check here. Rookie Blue Season 5 Volume 1. Yeah, it's just DVD. Weird. Uh, it's suggested retail price is thirty nine ninety eight, ninety eight. Yeah. Yes, um, it's being sold on Amazon for twenty three ninety nine. Mm, okay. So, um, yeah, I think I looked it up last week too. You can stream it for like twenty bucks. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if you're if you're looking for a cop show, and this is actually a pretty decent one, um, and it's it got me to the point where I do kind of want to go back and and watch the first four seasons. Sure. Uh, just to see where they came from and how they got there. Um, because it's it's interesting. It helped my interest. It made me want to finish the season and made me want to see where they're going with it next. So 
And it's it's not the greatest cop show ever, but it's you know it's good. Sure. So uh, about a seven, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, <coughs> I mean, I I don't see a lot of buzz for Ricky Blue on Twitter and Facebook no. and stuff. But again, I mean, it made it five seasons. It's got to be doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Not every show is going to be Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. All right. So on to oh, wait. Hit did back. you see the the picture I retweeted from the Simpsons? Uh, what is it? Mm. Quote of the day or whatever. Mm, which one? <laughs> About the Bort license plates. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Such good timing. Bort. My son is also named Bort. <laughs> um. All right. So where am I starting here? Oh yeah. So when I left Namco. Okay. I have a friend. You do not. One friend. At least one friend. Your wife doesn't count. Uh, damn it. All right. I have no friends. Okay. Um, no, I have one friend. Okay. My son. Um, <laughs> He's kind of forced to be your friend, though. No. Okay. So this is a guy I've known for... Well, I've known him for more than 10 years. We worked for 10 years. We worked together for 10 years. I've known him for about 15, 16 years. 16 years at this point. Holy shit. Okay. Wow. Um... He was employee number one oh. at the company. There were the three founders, and right. then employee number one, I was employee number three at okay. this company. And for a long time, it was just the six of us there, the three founders and the three of us. Sure. Um, and then we grew exponentially, did our thing. Um, so I've known him for a really long time. He left a while ago. He works at the New York Times. Oh, and I said, well, I'm going to be right, you know, a couple blocks away at at um, Bryant Park at this hotel, you know, checking these games out. Let's get together. We'll go over to Shorty's, <laughs> have you a cheesesteak. <laughs> um, he's like, oh, yeah, I went to that place last year. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Because we went there before, he and I. Sure. Um, so when I go over there. He's like, come into the lobby and ask for me and everything, and they'll let you up. And uh-huh. I went up. He gave me a tour of the building. Holy crap. That's, and that's a pretty old building, right? Like, that's where the uh, Times has been for a long time, or they move into a better building? I I don't rem- no, I don't remember. Either way, this building has been redone. Okay. This is like a brand new space. Uh, the New York Times itself is 164 years old. Which wow. I know everybody in Europe is like, that's nothing. <laughs> uh, but for here, that's... He scribing on <laughs> sheepskins for generations. Yeah, for here, that's huge. Um, and that's the amazing thing about it. And, that, and that's old media, place. right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to let that one go. And the that's history so in the place is just amazing. But this building. Yeah. So you walk in, you go to the elevator, and the guy goes... Yeah, you're all, go in and hit floor whatever, and I'm like okay, and I walk down the where the elevators are. Yeah, and there's this big bank of buttons on the wall, and without even thinking about it, I hit the floor that I'm going to, and then it goes Bing, go to elevator six, and I'm like okay, elevator six, and I get on, and I'm like wait, what just happened? Uh- and I'm looking at, inside the elevator, there's like nothing, and I was like. 
boy, that was really weird. <laughs> oh, wow. And I get off. That's how the elevators work there. Like you, hmm. you pick your floor and then it tells you what elevator to go get on. That's actually pretty nice. Yeah. It's really Because <laughs> I remember when I was working in Chicago, like you would hit the button and you had like a bank of 10 elevators and you had to stand there like, okay, all yep. right, which one's coming? And then you would hear the bell and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa where'd that come from? And you had to look yeah. around and then all of a sudden everybody would just jam into it and you'd have to wait for the next one. Yeah. yeah. So supposedly this way is much more efficient. Um because it's all computer done. And when there's a lot of people there, you know, we're all going to floor 15. We're sure. all going to floor six and we're all, so it just, it sets it up. It was really cool. I was like, that was, yeah, and when I got neat. out, it's, it's when I got out of the elevator, I was like, what just happened? <laughs> and he laughed. He's like, isn't that crazy? I'm like, it didn't even dawn on me until I was already in the elevator. What the <laughs> fuck was that? <laughs> That's cool. Um, so, but the space, my gosh, man. Uh, yeah. It's amazing. I mean, it's huge. The I I saw like where all the news people are, where they're all writing, and this was late, but there were all the late people that were there writing yeah. and everything. Um, it's interesting that they can. I mean, there's a, there's a really good documentary. I don't remember the name of it. But there's a great uh, documentary in the New York Times, and their struggle with kind of keeping up with the times. Yeah, where all of a sudden people aren't buying newspapers anymore. Everything's online, and and the Times had a really hard time with it. Like, they tried to charge you for everything. They had a paywall yeah. like, right in the front of everything, and everybody like pretty much just told them to go fuck themselves. And how they struggled for that. And, and it's a great documentary. I, um, I haven't seen it for a while, but it's funny to hear that you're in like the state of the art facility when they had so many problems. So, oh yeah, well it, they've they've got most of that figured out at this point. Um, sure, sure. And that's that's part of. I mean, my friend is a technology person, so oh, there you go. He's on the technology side of it. Um, it just the way I'll have to show. I'll show you some of the pictures I took because I probably wasn't supposed to be taking pictures. <laughs> I took them on my phone. I was just like, click, click. You find we finally know who Deep Throat is. Oh wait, we already do know that because I I thought about it and I was like, when am I ever going to be up here again? And yeah. With a chance to take pictures, you know, because if I ever get up there again, it'll probably be crowded and people, that was the cool thing where we were going all over the place and there was almost nobody there. Huh. Well, it's because they all probably work from home or they're all out on, on stories. No, it was like six, seven o'clock at night. It was oh, like seven o'clock yeah. at night. So everybody was gone and the people that were there were all in the newsroom doing their thing, you know? Right. So he took me up to this one floor and all the way down the one side is all conference rooms, but you would never know it um, because of the way it's designed. It's all, everything's like hidden. Sure. The other side on the walls, all the way down the hallway are all the Pulitzers that have been <sighs> won. The 117 wow. Pulitzers that have been won Jeez. from the most recent. And it's like a picture of the, the reporter and a, uh, like part of the story, you know, the page, the front page and the story and everything that was on and all that. And like a thing that won the Pulitzer Prize, blah, 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 hmm. blah, blah. And it goes all the way down this hall, all the way back to the first one back in like the early 1900s or late 1800s, whenever the first one was. I forget what it was. Yeah. Um, wow. Oh, wait, I took a picture of it, I think. <laughs> uh, 1918 was wow. the first one. Yeah, it's really awesome. <laughs> World War One has ended. Um, so that was pretty sick. Uh, then I got to see—I uh, shouldn't say some of the other stuff. I got to see because I'm in trouble. 
Um, I got to see the computer that makes up all the stories. I'll tell you about it after. <laughs> um, but I saw some amazing stuff. And nice. It's just a, it's a really, really cool building. And it's funny because we were talking about it. Like Microsoft had just moved in right across from them. Yeah. Um, I was like, hey, there's Microsoft over there. He's like, yeah, they were putting signs up like all the time when they first moved in. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Um, but he said, he said, it's funny, you know, I, I've been in New York forever and I've, I've been here and it, it just never dawned on me that there's a reason why Times Square is called Times Square. <laughs> Because that's where the New York Times building is, right there. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was. The, I thought it was yeah. something else. I'm like, no, and that okay. was it. It just never dawned on him, you know. Yeah. That that was the whole point of it. Um, because it's just it's an institution. It's you been actually there made me freeze there for a second because I was like, <laughs> it's because the New York Times. What is it? Something else? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that was crazy. Uh, really cool. Um, unexpected, but really cool. Yeah, that's neat. So then uh, we go the next night. I go back in to uh, one of the major theaters in Times Square Okay, that I've been to a billion times uh, to see regular movies and stuff. Sure. Like back when we were all working together at that place in, in the city. Um, but I walk in and I'm like, I, I wonder what I should do here. Because all I got was an email saying, you know, go to this theater for the seventh, be there by seven thirty or whatever. And I'm okay. like, all right. So I walk in and I look around the lobby and there's a table set up and it says special events. And I go, oh. And I walk over to special events and they're like name and I tell them my name and they put a little wristband on me. It says Hitman Agent Forty Seven. They give me a little card that says press. They mm. say, okay, uh, enjoy. And I'm like, okay. Uh, Where do okay. I go? What do I do? <laughs> so I go upstairs because this is the crazy thing. This is, and I don't know if you've been to a movie theater like this, but the movie theaters in Times Square, uh-huh. uh, and a, a number of them in New York are like this. They've essentially jammed them into buildings. That buildings are that they don't belong in. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, the screens and the theaters are huge, but. Sure. They're like eight stories up. Yeah, yeah. So you go up an escalator, and you're in this one, and then you go up another escalator, and then oh. you turn, and you, you're in a big lobby where you can buy food and all, and there's theaters there. And I walk, I, I look at the girl, and I show her, because she's taking tickets there. Okay. And I show her my wristband. I'm like, where do I? She's like, next floor. I'm like, next <laughs> floor? Okay, but where on? Because I'm like, there's like 12 theaters on the next floor. Sure. And I'm like, okay. And I walk over, and I go up the escalator there. I get up there. Oh my gosh. As MTV was there because they were doing this big thing. They were part of it. Oh God. Are you going to be on MTV? And, and no. Oh wait, you're I was, way too old. No, because I was, well, yeah, but I was there too late. Um, <laughs> because I thought it's 730 and it's a Dude, press screening. Dude, you could have talked show. over 30 seconds of a music video. I didn't know this was going on. Yeah. I, I didn't realize this was how it was handled. You get up to the top of the escalator. There's barrels of soda and water and all the drinks nice. you know in bottles sure there's a massive set of popcorn bags filled on these tables this is like the bethesda thing that i went to on sunday yeah it's it's crazy so then there are all these people like 
in the Disneyland velvet ropes all lined up and a little stage set up and uh, somebody's up on the stage and they had like a red carpet set up. So all the cast, yeah. the, like they all came in at one point, but I missed all of it. Um, or actually the old came in. man Langford couldn't be bothered by getting there early. Actually, no, I, <laughs> what I missed was all the MTV crap that was going on. That's probably okay. Um, because I mean, the, 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 the madness of it probably would have been fun to watch, but uh. yeah, it would have been interesting. But, but the thing is because I had the press, thing i got to avoid all that nice because i walked up and and i was like okay where do i go and the guy looks at the thing he's like oh you can you know grab whatever you want here and just go right in (laughs) or you can go around that side and check out you know what's going on over there and i was like okay and i was like i should should probably just get my stuff and i walked in and you know they looked at me and looked at my thing and they're like okay press go and they're like anywhere (laughs) anywhere that's marked press and I'm like, okay. And I walk in and, you know, all the rest of the people there were the They general were probably public, people that won tickets through like yeah. radio station shit. Stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So again, there's an embargo, even though all these other people probably had their phones out talking about. Probably. On Twitter at the time. <laughs> Watch me before you have a lockout. Yeah. God, um, this makes no sense. So when I walked in, <clears throat> like all the lower section seats. Yeah, all the seats at the very top are the ones for the people coming in. All the lower section seats are all—they all have something on them sure. reserved for friend of uh, Mr. Quinto, friend of Mr. Quinto, friend of you know, friend yeah, yeah. of this, friend of that, and and then there's a couple rows that say reserved for press, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Was was this like the full premiere? No. Oh, I don't think so. Seems kind of odd. Well, it is New York City, so they're probably. They probably did the premiere in Hollywood somewhere, and then they came to New York City to kind of do that same type of thing. Yeah, and this wasn't the only screening because, like I said, um, Antoine from Gamer Fit Nation had already seen it. Like again, I'm surprised he didn't go to all of them. I I always see him at everything. Yeah, so do I. (laughs) And that was the thing. Well, yeah, you're going to see him at more because he's he lives in New York City, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I do. I always see him, and I usually see Hip Hop Gamer. It's just funny that. Okay, so I walk up and and the woman is like, yeah, there there's two rows up there. She's like, there's there's more seats over here, you know, if you want to go down that row. And I was like, oh, okay. So I go down this row and I'm like, this is perfect. This is right near the middle and there's somebody here and sure. And I go to sit down and the somebody there with his back to me talking to somebody is hip hop game. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and I hit him and he's like, oh my God. He turns around. Jesus. <laughs> I'm like, I can't get away from you, man. What is this? Uh, he's a stalker. So the two of us sat there, and the two of us were freaking out during the movie, which was funny. That's cool. Um, so, actually, it's kind of nice that there was at least somebody sitting there that you know. You oh know? Yeah, 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 it was great. Um, so before the movie started, uh, the director Zachary Quinto, Rupert Friend, and Hannah Ware come out, and they sit down with a guy from MTV. That's how I know MTV uh, was involved, and do like a ten-minute thing. And just talking about, you know, your experiences and this and that. and I wouldn't recognize anybody from MTV. Yeah, I don't know who this guy was. Um, I would be like, is this guy Carson Daly? What's going on here? No, this guy looked old. Really? Yeah. Well, it wasn't Kurt Loader. I think he yeah. retired now. No, I'm saying, like, he looked like he was in his 30s, which oh, is old for well, MTV. Well, that is very old for MTV. Yeah, yeah, that's like Logan's run old for MTV. <laughs> Get to carousel. Um, so... <laughs> 
they do their thing and it was interesting you know we we learned some things actually this is the first major hollywood motion picture to film in singapore hmm. which surprised me when they said it but then when i saw it i was like oh my gosh everybody's going to want to film in singapore because it's like a city from the future it is the yeah, most yeah. gorgeous place i've ever seen yeah it looked awesome and the the places that they picked to film in there it was gorgeous. Nice. I, I loved it just for that. It was it was so cool. Hmm. So, um, so the movie. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the movie. There have been a lot of bad video game movies. Well, it's funny because the one before this with Tim- Timothy Oliphant and uh, Olga Kurylenko. Yeah. It had good parts. Yeah. But it just seemed like. Because I'm a fan of Timothy Oliphant. I've heard he's an a- absolute prick. Yeah. But I'm a fan of his. I loved him in Deadwood. He's justified. one of my all-time favorite TV shows. He's done stuff I like. But he just didn't seem to get it in that movie. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the director or what, but it just well, felt off. Yeah, and that was the thing. I mean, that movie had little bits and pieces that were like, oh, that's just like the game. But for the most part, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed it for what it was, but yeah, it was not a Hitman movie. Right. It, it shouldn't have been a Hitman movie. Um, this, and I'll be jumping around because, you know, the next day there was another press conference and there was a one-on-one with the director that I was cameraman for hip hop gamer. So oh, we sat there, he was asking questions. I asked a couple of questions afterwards, talked to the director. So sure. I'm going to be jumping around with things that the, the director and the actors told us and things that happened in the movie. Dude, you're one of his crew now. I know <laughs> it's ridiculous. Um, it was funny. It was just such a surreal couple of days. <laughs> it really God. was. Um, so Alexander Bach is the director. Yes. I went into the movie, watched the movie. I came out of it and was shocked to find out that that is the first major yeah. motion picture he's done. He's only done commercials before I this. I can't believe they put nothing else. This property in, in a new person's hands. You know? we, That's crazy. We, we were all shocked by that. And we were all shocked that he nailed it. Yeah. He freaking nailed it. It is a really, really good movie. Cool. Whether you like Hitman or you don't, you can go in not liking Hitman, not knowing Hitman, and enjoy it. And that was his biggest thing. When he got the movie, yeah, he knew. He's like, look, I know. There's crappy video game movies out there. There have been a lot of bad things out there. There's a couple of good, not much. But, you know, he's like, I, I really had to respect the property. Yeah. And he played the games. He well, actually... The thing he, about it, though, is... I think out of a lot of video games, Hitman is one that really would work as a movie. Well, because in essence, it's it you know it's still like it, it's a spy movie. It's a it, you know it's an assassin movie, and like for me, I don't know this. I don't play Hitman. I don't like stealth. You know, I, I don't play the games. But to me, I was still excited to see this movie when I saw the trailer because it still looks really good. It looks like a transporter movie or it looks, you know, like something like that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm glad you said that about the stealth because that was a big thing. We were talking about that a lot before the movie started, after we saw the movie the next day. We're, we, we had a big discussion about this. Uh, the group of us that was there uh, with the director, with the people who make the game. 
Uh, yeah. we, we just, this discussion kept going on all day. It's going to be interesting to see the fan reaction to it and they should love it. And, and the thing is people are going to love it or hate it. I think there's going to be a lot of mixed reaction and it really is going to depend on how you play the game. Sure. Because the way Hitman is made, especially the more recent ones and the one that's coming, it's a big sandbox now. Yeah. And you could play it however you want. You can do all the stealth you can, or you can set everything up and use all these environmental traps to kill people. Yeah. Or you can run and gun if you want. Well, it's not really run and gun, but it's no. more well, like you you're, you're taking now. people out very quickly. It's, it's tap, 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 you know? Yeah, but you yeah. can now. You can run and gun if you want. Oh, you can nice. actually get into full-on firefights if you want. If you want, wow. you can do that. Because usually that was kind of... That's what you avoid in those games. Well, yeah, and that's what you right avoid. And you could do it in the last game, but when you did that, you would go to the next place and everybody would recognize you immediately. Right, It made right. the game harder, but you could do it. Yeah. You know, and and one of the guys was like, that's how I play. He's like, I hate stealth, but I love these games. I've played every Hitman game. I love them, but that's how I play. I, 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 I go all out. I can't do the stealth. Wow. Yeah, um, I hate stealth. So, but that's the thing. There are people who play like that. You can't, you're not going to make a major motion picture that's all stealth. Oh, people yeah. Are, people aren't going to go for that. 30 so, minutes of crawling. And, yeah, and, <laughs> and that's the thing about this. This nailed it in a way that it touched upon all of it. It, mm. it had some stealth. It had the environmental puzzles and, and setups and, and kills. It had some like full on blowout action in it. Sure. Um, it, it just, the character was done perfectly. Um, uh, to my standards, I'd, I'd say, um, okay. There's a lot from the games, a lot of little Easter eggs there from the games that fans will see and love. I mean, we were laughing and yeah. it, like when stuff came on, we're like, Oh my gosh, they put that in, you know, it was just hilarious to see some of this stuff. And which I'll never even get because I never played the games. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I might get a couple. And, but you don't even have to, you know, you, even if you haven't seen it, it's, it doesn't change the movie in any way. It's just a sure. thing there that, that just happens. And if you're in on the joke, you get it. If you're not, it just happens. It's, it's kind of like, like when I go see any uh, Marvel movie, <laughs> I yeah. go read about it later. Oh, so, I get it now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's that type of thing. But, but that, was, that was his big thing. He was, you know, the director, uh, Bach, was really concerned that he makes a movie that is true to the character yeah. and true to what it is in the game. Uh, that it also fits in with his perception of what the character is and everything. And, and really something that would also appeal to the other 50% of the audience that knows nothing about Hitman and doesn't give a shit. Right. You know? Yeah. And, and again, it's funny because I think this would be a movie that even my parents might want to see, but they'll never know in a million years that this is a video game. Yeah. And that's what that, I think that's why this property works so well as just a standalone movie if people don't know it's a game you know there's, that there's no tie-in yeah they don't need to know about the game it, it's it's something that can still re- exist as a movie very well it's it's really cool because his big thing like when he was when they were doing the casting and all he wanted to get to somebody who had those cold eyes that he's just and and that's one of the best things about it i mean Oh, he looks really good. I mean, he, he looks good in the part and he yeah. plays it perfectly. There is 
barely any hint of any emotion at all from him throughout the entire movie. Nice. And and this was one of the other things we were all talking about that there were a number of points where he could have made the the action hero quip. Sure. And didn't. You know, they <laughs> held back on all that. Yeah, they held back on all that because that's out of character completely. Sure. And wouldn't be in that. It it wouldn't make sense there. That's so cool. they really nailed it even with Hannah Ware's character where and people if you're going to go see this don't watch the trailers cuz I just watched the trailer yeah. today. It it blows the whole fucking movie. <laughs> it, well, I mean, I saw it in front of a movie, so I but I didn't really pay too much attention. to yeah, it. Yeah, it it blows a big chunk of it. That is like a good surprise if mm. if you're if you're coming into it. Oh fresh. yeah, 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 it does. Um, remember, yeah. So yeah, um, <clears throat> but Hannah Ware, she's pretty. She, you know, she could have been the damsel in distress. Yeah. Um, falling. I mean, like. Like Olga did in the other Hitman, where she's in bed and she's like, "Ooh, come to bed with me," and ooh, blah blah, you know. And yeah, but she whole... was also kind of a badass in that movie too. Well, I mean, she she was. handled the gun very well. Well, and, I yeah. love her. Oh I, yeah, personally, oh, yeah. I think she's amazing and beautiful, and I love her. But yeah. um, she was great in Quantum of Solace. Yeah, although she had a weird ten. It was <laughs> well, that's because they were trying to pop. Yeah. Pusher is uh yeah like Spanish yeah or something which didn't was make any weird. Sense. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I didn't like her in that um but uh, yeah I love her but anyway <laughs> Hannah Ware could have been that damsel in distress so love interest but she wasn't yeah. at all which was another great thing uh she just they never go into that <clears throat> there there's there's places where they could have and it just never happens because cool. it's not right for the movie it's not right for the character. And it changes everything. Uh, it makes it such a good movie. Uh, Zachary Quinto plays a badass, uh, an amazing badass. There's such good fight scenes between him and Agent Forty Seven. Nice. Um, it's it's just excellent. Uh, one of the funny things that we heard was that um, all the suits mm-hmm. that he wore. Mm-hmm. They were all tailored. They had to bring in this special tailor. He fitted the suits, you know, to measured him and did all this stuff. So everything was really tight on him. They didn't have stunt suits. Those were the, those suits that he was wearing. It was the same suit he wore for the fights. Oh, wow. And he did as many of the fights as he possibly could, as many as the insurance company would let him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm actually watching. I, I just found the uh, interview they were doing for MTV at, the, at your event. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just because I wanted to see the guy with hair. It looks yeah, so different. Oh, his hair. Oh, my yeah, God. his hair is like, and my hair is pretty long, and I can pull it straight up. But his hair goes up like six inches straight up off his head, like yeah. a big wave. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> um, Sorry to derail you there. So. His suits essentially got ripped apart because they were so tight on him. It was hard for him to kick and, and do some of these moves. But by the end of some of these fights, they were in pieces. But they the were thing just... is, it's the suit from the game. I mean, yeah, I, it is. I, I just did a Google image search just to try to look at some of the stuff. And like they have a picture of the character from the game. And then they, and like, right next to it is him. And I'm like, holy crap. I mean, he looks so yeah. close to the real guy, to the character. Yeah. And it was, it was really cool. So, uh, so with the suits, you know, he, he ripped them all up and it was a bit ridiculous. Um, it, it just, it worked. Everything yeah. about it worked really, really well. It, at one point, uh, he said, um, 
because they were talking about how close some of the fights are close action and there's guns going off in them. Yeah. And they mentioned that, uh, Rupert got hit in the head. He, he shot off one of the guns and the cartridge, the casing backfired or ricocheted off something and hit him in the forehead. Oh, geez. (laughs) Like right in the middle of the forehead. Uh, yeah. (laughs) So, he said, "Yeah, he, he was he was sore in a number of places from some of the fight scenes and everything, um, <laughs> and all bruised up. But they had a lot of fun with it. And Zachary Quinto, he had a good friend in Berlin. He had lived there, or he had visited his friends so much off and on over the past decade or two that he loves the city. It's one of his favorite cities in the world, and to get to be there." Yeah. For a couple months shooting because it takes place almost entirely in Berlin and Singapore. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so just filming all that and he's, his, his words were using Berlin as like a big playground was just awesome. Oh, you nice. know, uh, the city that he loves and that he had been to so much <clears throat> and, and he had known, uh, Rupert friend beforehand and Rupert had known Hannah, apparently. So oh, okay. they all got along really great, had a lot of fun on the set and everything. There's a couple other actors in there that you're going to be really happy to see. Uh, one is just a brief cameo, which just made me laugh. I was like, dude, that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> one of my favorite actors ever is in this. Yeah. I looked uh, it up on IMDb. I'm like, <laughs> So the cameo was awesome. I, I thought it was really funny that he was in there and the way nice. he did it and everything. Um but it's a good story. It's and people complaining about the action. People complaining about. I, I saw a whole thing. Somebody was complaining about the trailer and well, this wouldn't work and that doesn't. And that's uh. impossible. But you know what? When you see it in the movie, all of it's explained. So yeah. yeah, you're wrong because you haven't seen the movie. You only saw like a thirty second trailer. You don't know. Right. Um. Even to the point where, you know, people were complaining that his head wasn't completely shaved. Like, he's got stubble. This is bullshit. This is, oh, this is shit. Well, there's kind of a reason for that. And when you get to the end of the movie, you'll understand why. Yeah. Or you, it'll, it'll sort of make sense if, if you're, it should make sense to you. It made sense to me. And I was like, oh, oh, that was cool. One thing uh, I read that was interesting and actually, uh, I think it would have made the wor- movie worse. Uh, Paul Walker Paul was supposed Walker. to be in that yes. uh, part originally. He I can't see him doing yeah. that part. And that's the thing. I don't know if I don't know if that was, you know, the studio had hired him before they Probably. hired the director and did all that stuff and then he died and they said, "Okay, well, now we're going this way." Well, the the weird thing about and I think I mentioned this to you mm-hmm. is it's such kind of a not really well-known cast. Like in a way, yeah. Zachary Quinto is is definitely Quinto. the most uh yeah, Quinto. Yep. Is definitely the most recognizable out of the entire cast. Yeah. Except for one person that I see in the yeah. late list later. But I mean, the and other characters friend- or the, the other actors have done other stuff, but it, it, it's more like character stuff, you know? So you don't really process it until you see it. You're like, oh, where have I seen that person before? Yeah. If you, if, 
if you're not a big watcher of Homeland, which right. there were a couple people that were sitting around me that were like, oh, I love Homeland. And he's in that. I was like, oh, is that where he's? Because I was like, I've never seen this guy before. I've never like, watched no, he's, They're like, he is awesome in Homeland. I'm so excited because I, I thought, yes, he would be perfect for this role. He is like the perfect guy for this. So they were all excited for it. Funny enough, I own season one of Homeland on Blu-ray and I've never opened it. <laughs> I got it on, on like a Black Friday sale because everybody kept talking about it and I still haven't watched it. Yeah, so he's in that. Hannah Ware was actually her first movie. She was the Russian lawyer's wife in Cop Out, the Kevin yeah. Smith movie, yeah. <laughs> which I barely remember. Um, God, I haven't seen Cop Out in so long. But yeah, she hasn't done a whole lot, but she's awesome. And the fun thing was, like, when the MTV thing was done and they all shuffled off and most of them left, Hannah Ware, she's like, I haven't seen this yet. And she went and she said she was like two rows in front of me watching the movie with us because she hadn't seen it. <laughs> So, Hip hop gamer scared her off, didn't he? Yeah, no, she was. She had her friends there. She had her, her oh, okay. little group of friends, so that's why she was sitting where she was. Um, <laughs> and she was all excited to see it, you know, for nice. the first time. So, and she she was awesome in it. She really was cool. Uh, I mean, she has a very complicated character, um, and she really does a fantastic job at at nailing who that character is, and and how they should be and everything in it. Right. Uh, so all I could say, like the, the writing, the directing, the acting, they, they nailed it. I, I, nice. I really think they do. Some of the action is just amazing. Uh, the stealth stuff is really cool. The environmental kills <laughs> are, I mean, I thought, Hip hop gamer was gonna fall over dead at one oh, point. God. He was freaking out so bad. But the what? two of us, he never two, overreacts. What are you talking no. about? The two of us were like, "Holy crap!" And he he just he grabbed me. He was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, that was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was fun watching it with him too. Actually, um, yeah, because it's fun being there with somebody who's so excited. You know? Yeah. Um, because I'm usually like these movies that I've been seeing. You know. In the past couple of weeks, if if I'm not going with people from the office, I'm going by myself. And when you're sitting there and and like I laugh out loud and I'm the only one in the theater laughing because yeah. I'm the only one getting whatever weird joke it is um, or I'm, however I'm reacting. It's more fun when you have somebody next to you doing the same thing. Sure. Oh, know? definitely. So uh, for the movie, I gave it a nine. Wow. I loved it. I really loved it. Well, it's uh, good to hear. I mean, I was at first it was like uh, another Hitman movie, and then yeah. I, I watched the trailer. And uh, I kind of want to see this. Yeah, so uh, I'm excited. And and fans of the game, just remember, you can play Hitman a number of different ways, yeah. and they work on that. And they really they try to stay true to the character, and I think they really did in nice. a way. I think this is the best representation of a video game character in a movie yet. So you're saying um, better than super Mario brothers a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's great. Uh, <laughs> better than the second mortal Kombat movie. A second mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> Maybe. So yeah. Bad. <laughs> no, yeah. The second one was terrible. The first yeah. one was fun. The first one was actually really well done yeah. for the time and everything. It was I dopey, it was really well but done. it was, it was fun. Yeah. Uh, Plus the Highlanders yeah. in it. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he has the he has one of the best parts in that movie, 
where he's like, eh, 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 eh. His accent is so bad for that part. <laughs> he's got that laugh, laugh, and he's like, oh. Okay. Well, and even funnier is Christopher Lambert is insanely uh, blind. Like he he can barely see without his glasses, and I guess they're like Coke bottles. So when he was doing Highlander and when he was doing Mortal Kombat, etc., like he has a really hard time with it. Apparently, yeah, yeah, I love it. But still, cool. he's the Highlander. So, all right, Only so the greatest movie ever. <laughs> so the movie is fantastic. All right, over the top, awesome. I'm actually most likely going to pay to go see it again. Wow. In the theaters. I enjoyed it that much. Cool. Um, so there's your uh, endorsement. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Josh's stamp of approval. There you yes. go. Um, so the... So Hitman, the new game they're just calling Hitman, right? Just calling Hitman. Okay. Because yes. it's kind of a reboot. Yeah, Is it? Really. I thought yeah, they were kind of considering bit. it a reboot. Well, what they did... Um, and that's the the cool thing. I, I, I have even more of a connection to Hitman now because it's a Danish studio. It's a small Danish studio, and that's uh, that's my people, man. Oh boy, my Danes. Um, <laughs> When's the last time you were in Denmark? Yeah, I would love to go there. Mm. Doesn't mean they're not my people. Uh. Um, yeah, I tap my chest. <laughs> um, for all you people out there listening. Um, all five Danish people that listen to this. So the the cool thing is uh, with this, they went back over the I think it's fifteen years, fifteen years of Hitman games. Yeah, sounds um, about right. They went back over the past fifteen years of Hitman games and looked at all of them, looked at what worked the best, what didn't work, what they really loved, what they wanted to see more of, and they cherry picked all those best parts to create okay. this one. Hmm. Um. And the way they talk about it, they're talking about like a world of assassination. So when it releases on December 8th, it's not going to be the whole game. Really? Yeah. The way they're going to do it, it's going to come in parts. Okay. Uh, the first section of it, it's going to be one or two or three locations they haven't decided yet. Okay. They know Paris is going to be one of the locations, no matter what. Paris will be there December 8th, and that's what we saw. Wait, I get I get to assassinate uh, snooty French people. Mm, yeah, pretty Ooh. much. Well, no, because it's Victor N- N- Novikov. Victor ah, okay. Novikov. So uh, <laughs> this guy who's selling secrets, uh, essentially, that's the one we saw. Uh, okay. at least. Um, so the idea is, you're going to get these couple locations. They're going to be loaded with missions. You know, people will play through the missions, however they play through them. And while they're waiting for the next batch to come, they say this journey is going to go through 2016 uh, to get the whole game, essentially. Mm, um, this does not sound too pleasing to me. I, I like the idea of it. I, when I saw the game, I'm all in. Wait, are you the same guy that won't play episodic games anymore? And yeah, isn't that essentially is not- what they're doing here? No, because no, this is different. Okay, how? Because you're not you're not waiting for a story to continue. This so is so it's kind of like small sections of an open world. So you, it's like yeah. a, an open section. Uh, the, from what I saw, it's I don't know if there's an overarching story. I didn't ask him about that, and okay. he didn't he didn't mention if there was. But the way he was describing it, and from what we saw, it feels like here's a big sandbox. This is Paris. Run around. Here's a guy to kill. Here's your here's your target. Here's this. Here's that. Go have fun. Okay. And then here's another place. Now go here and have fun and do this. 
Um, maybe there will be some overarching story. I don't know. Well, but I guess the the missions that you're getting sent out on, yeah, are those going to dry up? Like, is well, there- no, 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 no. Because let me get there. That's what okay. I was about okay. to get to. While you're waiting for that next set of missions to come, that next set of locations to come, yeah, they're doing weekly content, live hits. So a target will be available. You'll get a message saying this target is available for the next 48 hours Okay. in real world time. You will only have one chance to get him. If you miss him or if you, or if you, you know, don't kill him or whatever, he's gone forever. That mission is gone. You can never play that mission again. Interesting. So they're trying to get that hitman that assassination fantasy out there where you you're given a target you have a limited window to get them you yeah. either get them or you don't and you move <laughs> on to the next one but isn't this kind of sounding a little bit like what they've done in some of the assassin's creed games to a, cer- a certain extent mm. i don't know i it sounds really familiar maybe i, I mean I it's know. interesting but i'm i'm just curious as to and you're talking about weekly thing, so you have. Well, one... they're, they're saying weekly content, so right. They'll, so they'll put out. It's going to turn in. Know, it's going to turn into destiny bounties at, at a certain point. That's what it sounds in like in to a me. Way. No, but I mean, you don't have to play these. You can do whatever you want. Um, well, you but, can avoid these. So, but where I'm coming from, yeah, is you know, is it going to randomly generate uh, new targets continuously, or are you going to? get to a certain point where you've gone through the list of targets that are in the game and then you either have to wait for this weekly content, which again, like I said, kind of I right now sounds like destiny bounties and yeah. you're going to get done with it in two hours. And I don't have an answer for you on that. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just bringing it up. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the other cool thing is the, <laughs> wait, really quick. Yeah. I swear to God, this just got tweeted by Ed Boone. Tomorrow is the 20th anniversary of the first mortal Kombat movie. How fucking timely is that? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I should watch that again. Sorry, I just saw that go by. Like, oh, that's funny. All right. Um, the upgrade system is tied to your play style. So, if you are more of a "I'm going to set up environmental traps" kind of guy, sure, your upgrades will start to reflect that. If you're a run and gun kind of guy, your upgrades will reflect that. Is it a manually selected uh, uh, like skills tree, or is it just going to kind of dynamically start pushing I, you that way? From the way he was talking, it sounded like it was dynamic. We didn't get too deep mm. into it, but it okay. sounded like it might be dynamic, uh, just based on the way you're playing. Um, okay. Don't tweet that. <laughs> Done. But that's that's kind of what we were getting. What okay. it seemed to be getting at. Um, so what we saw was Paris. Um, Bad guys, Victor Novikov, in this section we saw. There's a fashion show going on at this big palace-looking place. Uh, you have an invitation. So right. you can walk right in the front door. Um, but he showed us the outside of it, and he showed us that this this huge area, this gigantic building, and the whole area around it, everything in there is playable. Every door, every window, everything. You can open and and do whatever you need to do. Every single character on the level has a name and an individual AI behavior assigned to them. They they all live and have their own 
problems and issues and they do their own thing. Hmm. It's entirely up to you on how you approach it. You can explore the level, listen in on conversations, all this stuff. So the first thing he showed us, there's a TV crew outside. Yeah. There's this woman standing there with her microphone, the cameraman and all. And he said, I'm going to walk right between them. He walks right in front of the camera and she's like, cut. She's like, asshole, get him. Get this guy. You know, she gets all pissed off. <laughs> and she's like, okay, go again. Ready in three, two, one. And they start going again. And he's like, yeah, well, let's see what happens if I go back. And he goes back in front of her again. And she gets all pissed off. And she's like, all right, enough of this. And he's like, calm. The cameraman's like, calm down. Let's just, you know, go over here and. You know, the, these assholes, will, they'll leave and whatever. And sure. they sit there and then the cameraman's having a smoke <clears throat> and she's off doing her thing. And he's like, now you get them to this point. Now you could take out the cameraman, take his outfit and use that as a disguise and go in with that. Sure. If you want to get somewhere. He's like, so you can mess with these characters and, and kind of, you know, cajole them into doing things you want to get them into a situation you want to you know to move forward in this level it depends on how you want to approach it there's a million different ways to approach it so he's he paused it there and or just let the let it go but he took like god control of the camera and started moving it around the level just to show us sure so agent 47 is still standing outside the cameraman and the woman, they're doing their thing. So he moves over and he's like, okay, over here, you know, here's a parking lot. You can come into here and there's a lot of stealth aspects you could do in the parking lot. Through this gate, here's the VIP parking lot with the limos. You can see there's a lot more security here and there were a lot of guys walking around and looking at stuff and sitting on the hoods of cars and doing whatever. And then he goes, now over here, here is um, like an outdoor... Uh, uh, terrace um, and the, it's just jam packed with people like all partying and drinking and doing their thing sure there are 300 simulated AI entities on this level alone Hitman Absolution Streets of Hope was the biggest section they had with you know AI and all the different characters sure it, it was six times smaller than that Huh. It's because of the PS4 and the yeah, Xbox yeah. One that they can do this. So they could before they could only handle about 40 to 50 people per checkpoint. Now you've got 300 people in there all with their own AI, all with their own agendas, and any one of them could be a potential target. So now you're sifting through 300 people to try to find your target. Hmm. which changes the game immensely. <laughs> it's amazing. It was just mind boggling as he moved around, as he moved the camera around, all the, all the characters are doing their thing. There's people walking up to the bar, getting drinks. There's people having conversations. There's just, it's like real life is going on in front of you at all times in the game. Yeah. And you just kind of walk into it and you have to find a way to do your thing with all this real life going on around you. It was mind boggling. Hmm. Um, his, my favorite quote was that they wanted to, beyond having that many characters in there, they wanted to beef up the death traps per square meter. <laughs> so they, <laughs> they filled the place with as much shit as they could that you could potentially turn into a weapon or turn into something. 
um, the outdoor terrace, you know, they had like the heaters, the tall, thin heater things. Sure. It's like, yeah, you walk up to this with a, with a, um, screwdriver, punch a hole in it and the gas is leaking out. Nobody's going to notice until they go to light something. <laughs> it was like, and you could take out a whole, you know, half the terrace at that point. <laughs> He's like, there's all kinds of stuff. He was showing us there were speakers, you know, for the music, for the outdoor terrace. Mm-hmm. They're kind of hanging up above out some of the windows. Okay. You could mess with those. Nice. <laughs> he was showing us all these different things around the level that you could do and you can mess with. And he's like, you really have to look around the level and think about all these things because all this stuff is there. Sure. <clears throat> He goes inside, there's the bar, and there's this huge food area with all the food laid out on tables. And and we're like, oh my gosh, look at all that food. He's like, yeah, you could poison all of it if you want, or any of it, or some of it, or, you know, a, a plate of it. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, and the poison, you know, it could be the killer poison, it could be the knockout poison, it could be the give you diarrhea poison. Which, which you put a target, get them diarrhea, go wait for them in the bathroom, take them out in there, you know, or Aww. take them out and they've get already their, got diarrhea. How much do you need to do with these people? Well, you get them before they get into the toilet and and get their outfit so that you can you know impersonate them and and go sure. out there. Sure, um, it was pretty spectacular. Everything he was showing us, he he, he started moving it around to the backstage area. Uh, where the models are getting ready to go out on their their little modeling runway, and one of them is complaining about her makeup, the other one is arguing with somebody about the outfit she has to wear, and like all this shit's just happening. It's hmm. just like you would never see this unless you were in that room, but this is all just happening at the same time as you're outside. It was amazing. Huh? Yeah. I just I couldn't I couldn't get over it. Um, They've got the opportunity system, uh, which will tell you, you know, which will just kind of hint to you, hey, it might be a good idea to listen in on this conversation over here. Yeah. Um, he showed us like in the back where the roadies, the those kind of guys are that they've they've got all the wires and junk like that, and they're in the back. And he said, you know, if you try to get upstairs here, they're going to frisk you. So even if you have an outfit on, they're going to frisk you. You're not going to get a gun up there. Sure. But hey, look at these roadies. They've got these these big crates full of cr- cables and stuff. You could hide some weapons in there and then follow the guy upstairs. You'll get frisked. And you go upstairs, your weapon's already there for you. Uh, yeah, interesting. So he, he's showing off all these different ways you could approach it. And it was just, it really was. It was amazing to see. So you could play this one level a hundred different times, a hundred different ways. <laughs> that was the cool thing about it. He showed like... um you could go right up the drain pipes. You could climb up the drain pipes and then around the side of the balcony and in the window, if you want, you can, there was a barge out on the river there that had fireworks on it that are set to go off at the end of the thing. Uh, You get hold of that. You get hold of the keys for it and whatever, and set them off early. And then everybody on the terrace is there and everybody else will come out like, Ooh, fireworks. And you know, the host (laughs) is going to get all pissed off and, I mean, there's a million different ways to go at it. It was amazing. Um, the You can unlock IICA stash points uh, and have your weapons delivered and stashed in like these little houses and stuff prior to your arrival. Uh, so if you want like 
like a big sniper rifle, uh, but you're not going to walk in the door with that because you've got like a a pass to get in and everything. You get that stashed outside somewhere, and then you can get to it and find a place to set up and maybe look in the windows and sure. try to get the guy to go to one of the windows and shoot him through there. Hmm. Um, he was showing escape routes. You know, there were all the cars out there. Uh, Novikov had a helicopter out back. It's surrounded by guards and everything, but he said, yeah, wouldn't that be sweet poetic justice? You take the guy out and then steal his chopper. (laughs) (laughs) And then he goes farther down and down below, down by the river there, there's two speedboats. He's like, there's speedboats you could take, but you have to find the keys. (laughs) So, you know, so there's another potential way to go. There's this... By the way, there's this great speedboat uh, scene in Men from Uncle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just awesome. You really, I think you'd like the movie. By the way, I'll see it. Yeah, at some it's, point, it's really good. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, so I was very, very impressed. Um, I was, I was really thrilled with everything he showed us. Um, that. Uh, that was coming. It it looks really good. Nice. Um, I just, I, I hope it works out with the way they're going to do it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what else I saw? They had a couple of iPad games. Um, the Hitman Go, which is out already. Sure. Um, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, you're, you're locked into, there's lines drawn essentially, and you can move, one square at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can move in whichever direction the lines are. Uh, and there's guards that are standing there. They're either standing there or they're moving as well. Um, you can't approach them where they can see you because if you get within one square of them and they can see you, they'll catch you and you're dead. Done. Uh, so the idea is to approach them or find a way to distract them somehow. Like you'll come over a square that has rocks and then you throw the rock and it makes them move a square and it's it's a whole thing it's a whole like almost like chess in a way sure. i mean it's not chess but it it's like that like you have a game piece of hitman and you're moving him piece to piece which is why it's just a simple touch thing and it works um it it's kind of neat i actually i was like all right i'll i'll check it out and i sat there and i ended up playing like 10 levels of it i was like oh this is kind of cool <laughs> uh, cuz it gets like puzzly you get to a point where you're like wait i can't wait how do i get past these guys i'm i'm stuck here there's got to be a way cuz you move and they and because they're staggered there's it took me a while to get past this one level i'm like i can't figure out how to get to a point where they're not going to catch me what the is going on <laughs> and then i finally got it i was like oh i get it i get it um the lara croft one that's coming the tomb raider one that's coming uh, yeah it's in the next couple of weeks i think it'll be out um it's similar in a way where you've got you know those lines where you can only move in certain areas okay um but it's a lot more vertical and horizontal and and there's more enemies and it's more tomb raidery, you know, uh, where you're not just on these like hitman type levels. You're in the jungles and you can pick up a weapon and you can throw it at one of the, 
jungle wild cheetahs or whatever it is that's coming at you. Um, it's a large lemur. Or the huge snakes. Um, and you have your guns that you can shoot every now and then. And there's puzzles where you can move part of the level over. Um, because you need, like, there's a buzzsaw that's going back and forth on this one track. Okay. And to get past it, you have to move part of the level over so that when the buzzsaw gets to the end there, you move it over and then it's on a different track. Hmm. And then you can get around it. You know, there's, it's a lot of puzzly gameplay and it's, it actually works really well for the iPad. It's for a touch game and everything. It's good. Hmm. Surprisingly. Um, so yeah, I was, I was impressed by those. Um, especially considering I don't like touch games. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's, I mean, that's the main, the main stuff I saw. Um, I'm going to try to get somebody on from the studio to talk about Hitman. So maybe we can ask them some of that stuff. Sure. Sure. Uh, first by that time I'll forget it all, but yeah. (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm hoping to have somebody on from the movie. We'll see. Cool. Uh, if we get contacted, it was it was all a whole thing about, well, we don't know their schedules, and we'll see if we can find time in somebody's schedule to get them on. I said, whoever. It's sure. fine with me, whenever. Um, so we'll see if we can get that to happen. Sure. And I think that's it. All right. So now we can... Uh, Wow, at three hours we can move into the email. Yeah. Well, really quick, uh, like I said, I didn't get the raffle stuff done yet. I've been insanely busy driving back and forth and everything. Uh, So I'm hoping I can get it done tomorrow unless something blows up at work again. So hopefully I'll get it done and I'll get the video poster really quick and we'll get some addresses and get that stuff shipped out. Probably after PAX, the prices will go out, though. So just want to bring that up quick. I guess I'll read the email since you've been talking for an hour. Yeah. All right. Oh, God. This is from our professional guesser, Kyle Borchert. Mm. Weatherman extraordinaire down in Kansas. Says, hey, guys, with four months left in the calendar year, what are your favorite games so far? In other words, what are your picks for game of the eight months? (laughs) I've heard Glenn say that Rocket League is up there on his list. What other games are part of that conversation? In the same breath, what games are you guys still looking forward to this fall slash holiday? As always, love the show. Hope it was, hope all is well. But I'd be remiss if I didn't guess. Uh, I mean, forecast the weather for you guys tomorrow. Oh, here we go. All right, Josh. Wait, when was this sent? Huh? Oh, this was today? So yes. we have his forecast yes, for tomorrow. For tomorrow. Okay. Uh, which the problem is the podcast is coming out on Wednesday because the embargo for Hitman stuff is on Wednesday. So. Yeah. Yeah, so this is going to be a day behind when they listen to this. So this is Tuesday. <clears throat> yes, this is for Tuesday the 18th. Okay. Uh, Josh, mostly sunny and humid, with occasional thunderstorms popping up during the afternoon. Ooh. Otherwise, mainly dry under that mixture of sunshine and clouds, high in the upper 80s and lower 90s. See, I could do this. That's not bad. I could do this easily. I'm a good guesser. <laughs> uh, Glenn, afternoon showers and storms likely after some early morning fog slash mist. I'm wondering what he's basing this on, though, because I'm actually in Marshfield today and not in Milwaukee. Uh oh. Uh-huh. Expect a general uh, quarter to a half inch of rain, locally heavier amounts possible, highs in the lower and middle 70s. And then he put a little star. I much prefer Glenn's temps for Tuesday, but Josh will have the better chance rain free time. 
You're unofficial, official weatherman for PS Nation. Take care, Kyle. Well, you know what, though? I need rain because... We got it all day today. I haven't cut my lawn in like three weeks because it really hasn't needed it. And big patches of it are going brown. I haven't been... It's we have had very little rain. Yeah, I haven't been here in three weeks, except for when we came up to grab something really quick and left right away. And I still don't have to mow the lawn at all. I was yeah. I was surprised I was going to mow it, so I'll probably do it next weekend since I'm leaving for packs after that. But yeah, it's- that's the thing. I'm I'm gonna cut it this week because there's parts of the back that are growing a little wild, but for the most part, it doesn't really need it. It's we haven't had enough rain. Well, it's funny because the city last year when I lived in Madison said that they were going to put a bike trail in next to my house. So they paid me and to keep all the equipment in my yard and all that. And part of it was <clears throat> they need they have to re-landscape everything. So I used to have these two or I used to have these three uh, lilac bushes in my yard and I when I had to get my sewage worked on, they tore off my pat, uh, my porch or uh, my deck out in back. Uh, he had the the bobcat and I'm like, "Hey, can you pull these lilac bushes out cuz I hated them." So he pulls them out, and then I was on the road so much, I never got a chance to really fill them back in or anything. So one of them has this ridiculous amount of weeds in it now, and they've gotten really bad. But I wasn't going to do anything because, as far as I knew, they're tearing up my yard this year. But now it's August 17th, and they haven't even touched it. I haven't seen any equipment whatsoever. So I finally went out and bought Roundup today. I haven't used it yet, but I had to go get some Roundup because they're like 10 feet tall. Well, my uh, <laughs> my weed whacker broke i don't know how to change the damn i, I have a new one and i don't know oh how to no change i it. i change i change that all the time but the whole thing broke now and the weeds i haven't cut the lawn but the weeds have started to grow around the driveway and around the sidewalk and everything yeah. and it's making me nuts because <clears throat> i'm like i i don't i can't go out there and cut that all by hand or pull it all by hand. It'll take all day and I can't go out and get a new weed whacker right now. I'm like, what am I going to do? I'm like, Oh fuck. It's making me crazy. Well, even worse is I have like, I think it's an apple tree or pear tree in the backyard and it only bears fruit like every two to three years. And it's really bearing fruit this year. And all the branches are like sagging down and everything. I can't mow around the damn thing. But again, (laughs) They were supposed to pull that tree out when they did all this stuff. So I, I'm not dicking around with it at all. But now I, when I drove up here today or uh, when I got here on Friday, holy crap. I mean, like every branch is just weighted down. It's hilarious. Yeah. So I just don't know what to do, though. Like, <sighs> I thought they were going to do it this year. They gave me a check. I've already used it. I mean, it. <laughs> as far as I know, they were going to do it. I thought they were going to start in June. So I don't know what's going on. Silly, silly city. They probably used it to buy more SUVs for all our cops. Population of 20,000, and we have cops everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, and every one of them has an SUV now. Big old Yukon. Yeah. Makes total sense. Well, it made even more sense to put them in the town I grew up in, (sighs) where... why an SUV? There's like no need. There's absolutely no need for it in a town like that. In the town I grew up in, there's just no need for it whatsoever. Yeah, it's I, absurd. I, I've had a, well. It's funny in this town because the whole town's kind of built around uh, the Marshall Clinic, and then the hospital I moved here to work at. Uh, they've been here forever. 
and literally the town is kind of built around them because a lot of the other businesses around here went dry. So <clears throat> the, 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 the thought process here is that they're going to have extra cops to make doctors that move here because, I mean, literally we're in the middle of the state. It's a small town. It's not, you know, high culture or anything here. So the theory is that they're going to have more cops than usual for the population so that all the doctors will feel safe. And they'll, you know, safe and secure and they'll be fine living here. Which the funny thing is there's really no crime in this town. It's menial shit, you know. But did all the cops move or all the, <clears throat> all the doctors move to some other town? Well, no. Because it was so, a nicer town? <laughs> so if they're, if they're at the Marshall Clinic, they have to be within 20 minutes for on call. Okay. Mm. There's really no towns within 20 minutes. We're kind of landlocked. Wow. Well, I mean, they're smaller towns. But, mm. so, but here's the funny part about it. The city has pretty high taxes. Now, we have, we're in the top 10 for cheapest electrical in the country, though, electric rates, because we're in a co-op. So we have these great electrical prices comparatively and everything else, but our taxes are high. Like, I pay double taxes because I live in a corner, which is bullshit. So all these doctors moved out into the country. So we have all these cops in this town to protect the doctors or to make the doctors in town feel safe, but there's no doctors in town because the so taxes are too leave. high and they live out of, out of town. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. That's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, there was a while where I was actually threatening to get on the city council because, I mean, this town, they try to act like there's some big metro, metropolitan area and it's, it's a tiny little town. And, I mean, we were one of the first cities in the state to pass a law about, like, having your cell phone when you're driving. And they'll pull you over for it. Like, a cop pulled me over one time because he thought I was on my phone. And I wasn't because I have Bluetooth. And he's like, I saw you on your phone. I'm like, dude, I have Bluetooth. I don't, I don't have to hold it up to my face. And I had to take it to court. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is I know the judge, but... <laughs> it's just... I mean, it, there's this awesome small town mentality here for a lot of things, but the cops and the government in this town just act like it's fucking Madison or something. It's so ridiculous. And I know a couple of cops. I'm really good friends with a couple of cops, and I keep my mouth shut when I'm around them, but we have way too many police officers for, for what this town is and, and what the population is. And it, it, but that's what they always... Like, anytime anybody argues against it in the city, in front of the council or whatever else, that's what they pull out. Oh, you know, we got to make the doctors feel safe. and They don't live here. They all live out in the country, assholes. And there's, like, two fancy restaurants in all the town. They're right next door to each other. They're both excellent. But, yeah, so that's where they all go to drink their wine and everything to feel uh, like they're upscale. It's pretty funny. But it's a fun town. I mean, I've... My house, I've been in this house for 11 years. I've lived here for six, but. <laughs> so anyway, uh, oh, let's get back to the question, I guess. How about that? Let's actually uh, read this question. So Yeah, I've been looking. I, uh, I've been trying to figure out what <clears throat> games came out this year, and I've been looking back through all of them. I really liked Arkham Knight. I, well, I, I, I loved it. Well, I played it at E3, and that was it. Yeah, I, I finished it. I, I, there's still some more content I need to get through, but I sincerely, it, it met a lot of my expectations. I really enjoyed it. That's one. Um, I mean, Rocket League is just dominating my life right now. I honestly can't think of a single one. 
<laughs> Seriously. Um, and, and I've looked back through the entire release list. Hmm. Um, I, nothing jumps out at me. I mean, uh, King's Quest is really cool, but it's one episode of who knows how much, and it probably won't even finish until 2016 sometime, so I'm not even going to count that. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I mean, MLB 15, the show, I've been playing that more than most MLBs. I've yeah. consistently been playing that game. Uh, it is definitely one of my favorites. Uh, Super Mega Baseball, too, is fantastic. But Rock, my God. He got so addicted to me- uh, Super Mega Baseball. Like, you wouldn't believe what he was doing. Every day he was playing. He got he got so fu- so good at that game that um, he... So you can keep raising the level up to 99. He got up to the point where he was, like, in the 90s. And I was telling the developers, because remember we had him on the show. And I was telling the developers, I'm like, yeah, my buddy, he's doing that. He's, like, all these leaderboards. He's leading all these leaderboards. Right now, I think he lost a few, but... Um, they were freaking out because they're like, well, we haven't actually tested the AI at those levels. <laughs> and they're like, we can't beat the AI. And, and I'm like, oh, Rock is doing it. And so I, we kept emailing back and forth. Like, they were asking, like, okay, well, what's going on here? What's, what's this and what's this? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. It was nuts. Um, I'll say Project Cars, too. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I play it still, not all every day, but I've been playing Project Cars decently regularly. I think it's fantastic. Uh, the, the improvements they've been doing on it uh, definitely keep me coming back. There's still th- some things I want from it, but it's definitely enough game to hold me over until Gran Turismo 7 hits, for sure. Mm. <clears throat> Axiom Verge I thought was fantastic. Axiom Verge is really good, yeah. Yeah. I, I forgot <clears throat> about that. That is a good game. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I'm missing some stuff on the Vita, even. I don't remember um, things anymore. I'm old. Well, now I'm skimming through all the reviews that were done on our site for 2015. <laughs> um, it Follows, the movie was awesome. There you go. <laughs> uh, let me see as I'm scrolling down here. I honestly... What about Never Alone? Wasn't that this year? No, that was last year. Was it? The DLC was this year. Ah, um. Yeah, because remember, it was like last November. Oh, it yeah. Was all, it it was the people voted it up in a lot of our uh, golden minecart stuff. Right, right. Didn't get one, but came in second and third in a lot. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> I might say Borderlands: The Handsome Collection if I ever played it or owned it. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> it's funny now I that I've. I mean, like I said, I think Destiny really helped me understand Borderlands The Handsome Collection. Uh, I think personally, I like eh, the writing in Borderlands is good, but actually I think Destiny is a better game. Just because it, 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 it's got that gameplay. It plays like a really good shooter. And I think Borderlands is still really wonky, control-wise. And I also think it's a little more confusing sometimes. Mm. Yeah, I... I can't think of a single game that's really, really jumped out at me like, oh, this is awesome. I love this game. Well, I mean, for me, it's Rocket League right now. I mean, I, I just can't get enough of that game. Every I'm on it fucking every night. I just can't oh, help This it. is crazy. I'm an yeah. addict. 
What about coming up? Anything coming the rest of the year that you I mean, God, you're you're gonna be on a roll. Lego okay. Dimensions, Disney Infinity Three. Yeah, let me look at the let me look at the calendar. I'm, ins- I'm insanely calendar. okay. Well, I'm insanely excited for the for the Nathan Drake collection. The new trailer came out this morning. Sixty frames per second. It looks fantastic. Okay, so I can't wait. the games that are potential that that could potentially be great for me uh, until dawn. Disney Infinity, Mad Max, <laughs> Tearaway Unfolded. Which I think is gold. Did it go gold? I think it did. It's coming out September eighth. Two weeks. Yeah. Three yeah, yeah. weeks. So it's definitely gold. Uh, Skylanders. I don't know about. Um, I mean, they added vehicles, which is cool, but we'll see. Um, Lego <laughs> I was, Dimensions. I was bored, stupid, definitely. when you were playing that game. <laughs> um, no, it, Skylanders. I didn't play. No, not. No, yeah, you, well, no, yeah. Oh, that's right. It. it was hands off. Yeah, I yeah. Pl- I went down on the floor and played it by myself at one point. Right. Um, I'm more interested in Guitar Hero than Rock Band right now. Uh, I'm the other way around, but I'm interested in both. Um, no, I'm, I'll definitely want both, but yeah, between the two, I'm more interested in Guitar Hero for what they're doing. The Nathan Drake collection, of course. Uh, the new Assassin's Creed. Uh, For me, Star Wars Battlefront is oh yeah, Battlefront. Fuck yeah, that too. Toward the top of my list. Yeah, I'm still worried about that game though. I'm not. I just I, well, I just I don't care. Star Wars. I don't care, and it looks like you're literally in the universe. Playing. I I know. That's all I care about. <laughs> I'm just worried about what the content's going to be. It's it, it worries me more than EA. Let's just nah. put it that way. Uh, I I I do, do, I'm excited to shit for it. I'm just worried. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, those games coming up interest me mm-hmm. uh, greatly. Um, we'll see, though. I, I don't know. I mean, Until Dawn comes out next week, so, <clears throat> you know. Yeah, and then, boy, you've got a litany of games coming. Yeah. Madden will be in your hands in a couple of days. Actually, I think you'll have Madden probably next... Tuesday or Wednesday? Well, it comes out next Tuesday. Is it next Tuesday? Oh, so you yeah. should actually have it like... You'll probably have it tomorrow or Wednesday then. I don't know. We'll see. Well, they, they're shipping it right to you. Yeah. It's confirmed. I know, but we'll see when yeah. it actually shows up. Yeah, you never know with them. Like Sometimes they hold it back because the servers aren't up and all that shit. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I've played Disney Infinity a couple times. Yeah. Uh, and I like what I've seen. Obviously. Um, no, I'm saying 3.0, the oh, Star Wars yeah. stuff. Um, and even the Inside Out thing they did, which was essentially Little Big Planet. Um, yeah. <laughs> but still. Um, I'm, looking to, I'm looking forward to Unraveled. Oh, yeah. Is that coming this year? I think it's this year. Almost positive. Hmm. Yeah. Um <sighs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to just go through everything we saw at E3. Like, I'm just doing like a virtual tour in my head right now. Mm. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see what's at PSX too, because it's gonna be a lot of Morpheus stuff. Yeah, I'm excited for Mad Max. I'm excited for Just Cause Three. I think those are gonna be great. Is that this year? Both of them are this year. Yeah. Mm. 
Mad Max is actually, I think, soon, like two within weeks. a month. Yeah, two or three weeks. It's yeah, September first. I'm, I'm supposed to play it at PAX. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's yeah, it's until dawn. To Madden next week. Oh wait, no, and, I'm playing Just Cause three at PAX. Mad Max will be up. Before, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Disney Infinity on Sunday, then <clears> Mad Max September first. I need to email about that tomorrow. See if we're actually getting it. So never know like with Warner weeks. since we never got Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two weeks for that, and then Tearaway Unfolded is the week after that, and then NHL 16 is the week after that, and then Jesus. Skylanders is the week after that, and then Lego Dimensions, and then Rock Band, and then Uncharted. And you may have to give Guitar up on Hero. those games. <laughs> you may have to give up like a Skylanders or something. They don't you're, take you're that gonna long get burnt to play out, I'll be fine. <laughs> Come I'll on, man. Fine. The Taken King's coming out in September, too. I know I'm not getting Mad Max. I uh, know you're going to take that. I might not. That's not a given. Well, I enjoyed it, but I don't know it. if I'm the right person for it, because open-world games are not really my thing. Yeah. I, and plus, I think between that and Just Cause 3, I'm more excited for Just Cause 3. Yeah. But I think Mad Max, I mean, when I what I played... I probably played for about a half an hour. I, I thought it was insanely solid. Uh, but I didn't have any problems with that. I didn't sit there and go, oh, I don't want to play this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really cool. It's Avalanche. Come on. Yeah. They know what they're doing. Oh, yeah. Especially with this kind of game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we saw a lot of good stuff at E3 this year. I just don't remember it all. I saw so much hardware this year. A lot of hardware. Because I know Polk is going to be bringing those headphones out actually soon. I'm probably going to have to email them tomorrow. Um, there's some other stuff coming out too, but I'm. It's weird. Like I'm. I'm actually getting <clears throat> kind of excited for the VR stuff, which is odd because I've been so kind of meh about VR for so long. But the stuff we saw at E3 really kind of turned turned my corner, made me turn the corner. Oh, I'm very excited for the VR. Yeah, I'm definitely want to get Morpheus. I do. I yeah. rigs and. And Battlezone and and Eve Valkyrie alone. If I just have those three games, I think I'll be set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Gosh, it's just it's two months ago now. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Gosh. I don't know. Yeah. Well. Uh, good question, but I'm not sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're they're quite. It was funny. Like before E3, I thought, "Oh shit, we don't. We're not gonna have anything to play at the end of the year." And now, I mean, there, there's a <laughs> lot of good games hitting. A lot. Well, no, everybody. Was oh, what about Fallout that, Four? Is that this year? Yeah, it comes out the week after Extra Life. Oh jeez. Because I'm trying to. I'm trying. I don't know if we'll get it, but I'm trying to get it so we can stream it on Extra Life for like an hour. Ugh. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I I don't know. I just I don't know. <laughs> I, I have, it's tough to think of. I mean, that's the thing. Like you and I really never think about that stuff. We just yeah. kind of roll with the flow because a lot of us were doing reviews constantly, you know. And it, it it's just yeah. like boom, 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 and then we see a game we're, we're interested in that we're excited about that you know we might not be doing the the review or not or whatever, you know. So you have to shift back and forth. But that's the thing. Even with those, it it just feels like I'm playing the game for the review, and then I'm playing the next game for the review, and then the next game for the review, and 
in between, I might get in a little bit of time with Mason on sure. some games here and there, and that's about it. Like, I don't have time to go, you know what, I really want to play the rest of this game, so I'm going to go back and play the rest of it. Because I you, just don't have the time. Well, you had a pretty good tear before E3 where you didn't have any reviews for like a month and a half. So, I mean, we all get in yeah. those pockets. But I've got, yeah. a, I've got a few coming up, too. I'm just trying to get through all this hardware. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the whole thing. There's... Yeah. <clears throat> so, there you go, Kyle. You got us to ramble for 20 minutes. Good job. <sighs> yeah. Ha! <laughs> All right, so next week uh, we're going to be recording on Sunday. We're going to try to get the podcast out, I think, on Monday because there's another embargo that we have to try to meet. Yes, Monday. Yeah, so that is the plan. We're, and, and we originally planned to do it Sunday just because I've got packs next week and I leave Wednesday and all that stuff. So, uh, you know, there's a forums post up about meeting, doing a meetup at, uh, at PAX, but I don't think anybody gives a shit, so I guess we're not going to do anything. I think like Hana and Dina are the only ones that's sending. And uh, thoughts going out to Hana. She's having uh, surgery on her ankle Wednesday. She tore up a bunch of ligaments. Way to go. Yeah. I actually talked to her like two weeks ago. I think. Oh. Two, three weeks ago. Yeah. So, but if everybody, you know, the thread's up there right now. It's under the uh, special events packs uh, area. If you want to meet up. You know, let me know. I've, I've, we've got Friday night and Saturday night open so far. Um, or else, I guess, I'll just go to that Microsoft thing and become a convert. Do it. <laughs> oh, I'm going. I'm definitely going. Uh, and no, it was kind of nice that I got in for the press thing instead convert. of... Huh? Be a convert. Be a convert? Uh, I just have to turn my Xbox One on and not be a convert. I can't stand that interface. I hate it. I hate that I can never find even where to put a goddamn code in because I found um, uh, there were Xbox Xbox Live Gold for 12 months. They had them on uh, deep sale the other day. I caught it before it was sold out. Um, So I grabbed it. and God, it took me 15 fucking minutes to find out where to put the damn code in. It's just... I hate that interface. I just cannot stand it. Like even trying to find stuff that's on sale on their store. It's just... it, It... it's it's maddening how just broken up and and how non I don't even know the code entry is a pain in the ass the rest of the stuff um I'm totally comfortable with it well, took me a while but once I got <clears throat> it I got it and but they I'm move shit that's the pro- they move shit too in the store it just it, it makes no sense like just fix it that's all I ask. But the other thing is, like, a lot of the games they have in there, I already have on PS4. There's no reason for me to get them. Well, yeah. My hard drive's almost full, and I have nothing on there I want to play. It's just weird. Oh, that's but why I, got... I have that cool thing on the side. Well, I it's not... I'm going to delete I shit. That. That's all there is to it. I'm just going to delete stuff. But, um, you know, I got Rare Replay, and I still haven't played it, because I, I didn't check it today, obviously, because I was working. But, um... I don't. I, I was looking at the list of games like, why did I buy this? Because a lot of the games on there I don't give a shit about. I guess it was just nostalgia. <laughs> I don't know. But that's the thing. There's not a single game on there that I really know or have played. I mean, I have some of them on the 360. <clears throat> yeah. 
but they're ones that oh you never had a Nintendo so no yeah and that's the thing so rare but, doesn't mean anything to me but the um, pro- the problem with the with the the list is and I mean I was gonna buy it anyway because it's thirty bucks and I got a gift card with it and everything else whatever but I mean, a, a good I, yeah, portion I of those games yeah but a good portion of those games were actually like old PC games and they're not good they're they're not they're just not good um. There's a couple of good ones that were on, like the Nintendo 64 that have been kind of redone for the 360 and all that stuff. But even then, like the Conquer series, yeah, it's funny for a while, but Conquer series never did it for me. And Viva Pinata, I don't give a shit about that. Well, that was one that I think they gave away at one point because I have that. Yeah. And <clears throat> I played it for a little bit, or maybe I just had the demo of it. I don't know. I played it for a little bit and I was like, I don't get this and i don't get why it's popular I, and then the the banjo kazooie banjo kazooie and yeah Ban- banjo tooie yeah those I, games never did anything for me yeah i played those for a little bit on 360 and i was just kind of like mm, I don't so kind of like halo 2 i got suckered in and i bought it and i'm like why the fuck did i get this there's not one game on that disc that i just have to play you know it's yeah. so weird <laughs> And then I almost bought into the hype and bought the Gears of War thing. And I'm like, I hate Gears of War. Why would I buy this? I hate the <laughs> gameplay. I just don't like it. You either you're walking too slow or you're running too fast. And there's no middle ground. And I just I don't like it. I don't like the bullet spongy shit. And uh, I just don't like that game. Anyway. <laughs> All right, then. Have fun at Microsoft. No, I still okay. want to go. <clears throat> the thing is, like. When, when Jeff and I started talking about it, I'm like, yeah, I, I would love to come by and check it out. And Because, again, I, the whole point of me going to PAX in my head was indie games. I really want to check all the indie games. It's a great way to see all that stuff. And I can never go to PAX East because that's usually around the same time MGC is. <clears throat> Even though everybody tells me, oh, Boston's so much better laid out. And you know, it's a newer convention center because I just despise the convention center in Seattle. And... um but I still want to go to check out the indies because we've made some great relationships with, with indies in the past, and it's just a good way to do it. And you know, and then that's why I'm going. So to be able to go out there, and they're going to have some stuff that's probably going to be exclusive on Xbox One first, and that sort of thing. It's still a good way to go and meet these guys. So that eventually, when it comes out on PlayStation, we have that connection, and you know, we can talk to them. And plus, I haven't—I never get to hang out with Rubenstein. The last time I saw him was uh, actually at the New York City thing for Sunset Overdrive because I didn't see him at E3 at all. So, eh, you know, talk to Rubenstein for a few minutes because I'm at the press thing, which is cool. Because quite honestly, if if I was going to just go to the public one from 5 to 9 that night, uh, I wouldn't go. Because I, I, hate, I hate the PAX crowd already. And I'm already going to have to deal with it on Friday and Saturday and Sunday. I don't want to do it on Thursday either. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and it's going to be funny. Uh, like, doing the podcast after that is going to be really funny because... They sent – either they sent an email or they put a fact up or something about, like, one of the things they're actively trying to get rid of this year is one thing that I complained about the most about PAX when I went two years ago is they want to actively try to eliminate people stopping in the aisle. Uh-huh. Because, like, I was – uh, Yeah, yeah. Because, like I said, a normal convention you go to, even E3, you see, you, you know, you see something in your peripheral, you look over, you veer off, and then you stop. But not a PAX, and this is not a one-time deal. It happens all the time. They'll look over and they'll stop right in the aisle. Every I, I don't know how I can't tell you how many people I bumped into 
because they did that shit. And you know that little roller bag I have? Yeah, I'm not taking that. <laughs> that would get trampled. I'm not taking my laptop. I'm, I'm traveling so light to this thing. I'm taking my phone and I'm taking my tablet and a, and a fold-up Bluetooth keyboard for my tablet. That's it. I'm not taking my good camera. I'm not taking the video camera. Nothing. I'm just going light. I'll keep notes. I'll keep audio notes, whatever, and that's it. I'll probably take the, the voice recorder in case, I don't know, some people like want to get together and record something. But I am Mobile Glenn for PAX Weekend. As mobile as I can be. But this old man structure I've got with all this titanium. <laughs> so, I'm, I am looking forward to it, though. We're gonna, I'm going to see a lot of great people and uh, going to see a lot of devs and uh, I think we're going to, I think I'm going to see some really cool stuff. I've got some, like I was telling Josh, though, I, I like had this idea, I'm not going to have any stuff calendared. Yeah, well, that didn't work out. I'm an idiot. <laughs> well, duh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just hopefully Honaker. Uh, this is Honaker's first like event besides MGC. I didn't know that. I thought he'd been to cons before. Uh, and he's got appointments. Well, all right then. <laughs> well, he's got a media badge. He's, he's got to <clears throat> post some stuff because actually <clears throat> packs checks. So what are you gonna do? <laughs> all right, we ready to go? It's getting late. Yep. All right. Uh, all right, folks, thanks very much for listening. Uh, we will talk to you very soon next week. Like I said, the show will probably be out on Monday. Apologies for us waiting until Wednesday this week to release the show, but we had to for the embargo stuff for Agent 47. Uh, next week we'll probably have a review for... I'll probably do the... I don't know. Well, I'll do the review for Pure Hold'em, for sure. And uh, we'll figure out what else. What are you going to review next week? You know yet? Uh, oh, well, yes. one we can't talk about yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's probably well if we get Madden on time. I, could I, I think you're gonna have that. Madden on time. <clears throat> I do, unless they do that bullshit where they get it to him Monday or something. Mm, it depends. Yeah, yeah it depends on when know. Madden shows up. That I could probably review that. Yeah, but I did get a confirmation that it'll be sent right to you. Yeah. So, you, so we don't have to deal with the bullshit of them sending it to me, then me sending it to you. That's fine. EA Sports has been so awesome to us. I got to say that. They have. I mean, a lot of people bitch about EA, but I'll tell you what, EA Sports, they're kind of separate. They've been awesome to us for years. So I commend them. All right, let's get the hell out of here. Thanks very much, folks. Uh, Josh, you got anything else? Nope. All right, we're out of here. Get out there, play some games. Have a great week. We'll talk to you very soon. All right. Um. Hi. <laughs> I thought you just hit the rewind button or something. It sounded weird. I'm, I'm happy to say that I'm having a reasonable midlife crisis. You know, I just, I bought a, <laughs> I buy records and I bought a tube amp. I'm, I'm not going to drive it into a wall. Uh, you know, I'm not going to get in trouble for fucking it. Um, <laughs> but it was weird that, like, the, what, what sort of inspired it is I had these records. And there weren't even that many records. There's about 300 records that I had. And... And I had them since high school. And I don't know. I mean, I'm 49. So, like, when you go through the records, that you, you, you stop buying them at some point, right around when CDs came out. I don't even know when that was, in the late 80s maybe. But you can go through your whole life with these records that you have. Like, I could see, like, okay, I was trying to, you know, relate to the townies I grew up with. Here's what I was. <laughs> some Skinner, some bad company. Had to do that. And then at some point, you know, like, oh, that's where I met the guy in college. All right, so... <laughs> Then, then all of a sudden, like, there's a lot of Bowie and some Eno and some Fripp. 
And then there was like, oh, there's college, there's OMD, and I was a little confused. And um, I go through a little gray area there with who you were, and then you sort of move into jazz and other stuff. But I, I got this tube amp. The story of the tube amp is essentially, you know, tube amp is what you play records to if you want it to be pure. You know, pure tube sound, just like from the record to the speaker, no fucking with it. So I interviewed Jack White, not dropping names, it happened. So I interviewed Jack White, and I, and I go down to his place, right? And in his studio office, he's got a wall of Macintosh tube amps, right? These are the best, American-made, beautiful, right? And I've always been fascinated with them, and I'm like, he's got like 15 of them. So in my mind, I'm like, if he's got 15, I could afford one, right? <laughs> so I get back to LA and I immediately go price Macintosh amps. I go into one place and I'm like, that's the one I want. I said, Jack White has those, man. How much is that one? The guy goes, $14,000. <laughs> and look, I could have put it on my credit card, but look, but the truth of the matter is, if you don't have $14,000 to comfortably throw away on a fucking tube amp, there's no way you're going to enjoy music through that thing. If I would have bought that thing, every record I put on, I'd be sitting there going, nah, this doesn't sound like $14,000. <laughs> Maybe I'd move this knob. No, it still doesn't sound like $14,000. And then eventually he'd go over to some other guy's house and he just had a cheap setup and he'd listen to the same record and it'd sound perfect. And he'd just sit there going, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> So I found a, a, a more reasonably priced tube amp. And then I decided, now that I'm back into records, this has been hanging over me since high school, I'm like, 